XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Killer starts us off this morning. It is the Ron Fez Show. On the shortest possible week known to man. It's already Thursday. And I'm thirsty. Sure porch. Dude, can I tell you something? Yeah. I could drop you off to a, at a fucking rehab now. <laughs> and in two weeks from now, you'd finally figure out where you were. <laughs> it's been a fucked up bender, man. I'm not totally back. You do this every Christmas break. Yeah, it's bad. Even, even before that, the month of December, it was yeah. just really just balls to the wall. December is the alcohol and carb month. So all you're doing is exhausting yourself. How how you doing with the Fresno? Almost done. <laughs> Almost gone. Well, you pace yourself. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> all right, it is the Ron Fez Show. We are back live. Uh, it is a Thursday. Which means, as bad as you feel now, on this short week, tomorrow's Friday, you can restart it. So Monday, you really feel like shit. We've got a lot of football this weekend. 
into the big uh, Monday night championship game for college football. So you make it through today, tomorrow's party day, and then it's just constant football. It's, I can't wait. This is going to be a great weekend. Uh, a lot going on today, and we won't hold back. Big Five is in the house today. Fez Watley calls himself the Fab Five, and why wouldn't he? Uh What's on your mind today, Fuzzy? Well, this thing going on in Aurora, Colorado, where they're going to reopen the Cinemark, the Century 16 uh, movie uh, Cineplex, where the Joker shootings happened. Mm -hmm. And they went and sent out an invitation to the victims' families, inviting them to the big, grand reopening of the Cinemark. And the families put together a group letter saying, This is disgusting. Please don't invite us to your big, grand opening. We don't want to be there to uh, cut the ribbon with a giant pair of scissors. I don't think they're having a ribbon cutting. They're just reopening the place. I don't even think they should do that. This place should not reopen. It's the scene of one of the worst mass murders in the country. Twelve dead, over but, uh, 60 wounded. But, you know, if you want to take a step back here, Cinemark did not shoot any of those people. Um they were the place that it happened at. You could uh, argue that they were victims as well. Their fucking business got set back all this time. And why wouldn't they reopen their business? Reopen it, but at a different location. Find well, someplace else to who, do this. And who's paying for that? They have money. They offer to pay <laughs> for all the funerals. That doesn't mean that they want... Do you understand how big theaters are? But you're also acting like if a criminal... First of all... If you shut down places because people were murdered there, you would be living in an empty city. New York City, if you go into an apartment, either a rape, a murder, an OD has Walk taken down place. the street, and then yeah. just, there would be closures all over the fucking place. So, you know, again, life is for the living. Now, as far as them inviting those people, I can understand that that's cringy. But it would have been just as cringy as if the people didn't get invited. You know, somebody would be saying... How dare they? My my point is this. I don't know how this makes the media or gets us upset about it on the other side of the country. It seems like it's between those people. But the way that we're all supposed to sit around and act like we have opinions on this always surprises me. I get it. It's fucking cringy. Mass murder took place there. Now they're reopening the place. Do they honor the families? Do they not honor the families? These things never get done right. No matter what you do, somebody's pissed off. I mean, but who who wants to go to that theater now? Who's Who wants that to would, go in that, there and sit there and watch Monsters, Inc. or Django? That'll be up to the public. That's why, you know, that's what we do in this kind of society. That the people who don't want to go there don't have to. Let's face it, you don't go to that theater. I don't go to that theater because it's not near us. But if it was near me... I would probably go. If there was a shooting up in Astoria, I'd still be going to see three I don't movies. blame the theater for what happened that night. And, you know, you're saying, well, they offered to pay for the funerals. Uh, they did that because they, they, you know, feel like, oh, my God, we should get involved somehow. I mean, it was a freak occurrence. It, they're going to fucking still want to make money, though. If it's, it's a warehouse, a warehouse if, 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 that's they have to rebuild the entire huge building to fucking have a sixteen fucking theaters in there. 
Well, I I would probably admit that some mothers probably don't want their little kids going there, but that that's up for the market to decide. But I don't know why you're mad at them. Well, I, I, I thought the whole invitation thing was highly insensitive. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, what? oh, gross, don't reopen this place. But you You're know, sitting there where people got slaughtered. Don't you think it would be insensitive also not to invite? You know what I mean? Like, they're not saying, hey, this is great, we forgot about your, your loved ones. No matter what they do, it's going to be considered kind of a bad move. No, I would have kept the, if they're going to reopen, I would have kept the whole thing uh, completely low-key. I wouldn't have put an ad in the paper, it just... All of it, it's just so, there if it's gonna, if they're going to go through with this. So now we understand how Fez Watley would act if he owned a theater chain. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know, that would be your move to make. Uh, they, in the other term, said we're reopening the theater. Somebody there thought this is great. It's showing that we're not going to be defined by some lunatic. And let's invite the families. That pissed some people off. I get it. Either way you go about it, you know, it's going to go down that way. But you're not going to win. You're not going to. No one's ever going to say, oh, you know. But, I mean, they're going to reopen the Sandy Hook School. They reopen Virginia Tech. You know, you reopen things. Life has to go on. We're building a building uh, right now, a, a giant skyscraper. Where thousands of people were killed. There's some people who think that should become a permanent graveyard. So, and if it did become a permanent graveyard, then people would piss and be like, hey, this looks like the terrorists. You know, you can't win. You cannot fucking win. But with that, they kept the original, what they call the footprints of the World Trade Center. It's not in the exact same spot. But, but this it pisses off as many people as you think that, that, for you, that's okay. But there's plenty of people bitching about that. No matter what you do, you're going to uh, bum some people out. Um, if there was a shooting here, would you quit? I wouldn't want to come back in the... If Let's say there was a shooting in this studio, I would not want to come back in this room. No. Because why? Ghost? No, not ghosts. Just the the. I would never be able to get past the fact of what happened in here. I think you'd be able to say if Pips goes nuts, shoots me in the head through the booth. You'd come right, so back in let's here. suppose there was some other show here five years ago, and then somebody was shot there. You wouldn't be able to work here. I could work here, but I couldn't work in that studio. Yeah, we would be in that studio. That's what I'm talking about. Murder studio. Yeah, murder studio 101. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in the murder studio. Oh, I think it'd be. Oh, it wouldn't make a difference to me. Almost prefer it. <sighs> prefer it. What are you going to do? I, I guarantee you the apartment that you live in, something awful happened there. If, you know, these are old buildings. Time goes by and things have happened. Good things, bad things, whatever. Like, so you're looking for like a new house or apartment, they'll give people discounts if they know there's a mur there was like a fucking horrific murder in there, right? I've heard well, you know, I don't think anyone's ever moved into the, was it the Tate? I think it's the Tate residence where the Manson thing took place. Oh, give me I'm a like, why don't you that? knock that fucking thing over then? I'd fucking love to live there. Like, hey, you know what happened in that kitchen? It was a nice fucking house. Yeah, That's the weird thing about it. I wouldn't have any problem with that shit. I'll go see a movie at the Century 16. Why not? 
I mean, we work in this place, and fucking Dave jacked off in every single room around here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, what you do about it, but you can't, you don't close down pieces of the country. That's, that would be psycho talk, you know. There's just nothing you can do about it. Something awful happened. You have a period of mourning, and then, you know, you restart up. Is this theater going to last forever? Probably not, because most theaters don't anymore. You know, these shitty goddamn suburban things with 24 fucking screens or whatever. Yeah. They finally just start to play independent films, and then finally they're gone. That's it. Uh, but, you know, whatever this place did, no one was going to be happy about it. Um, Columbine's still school. People have to go there. That all happened in the halls and wherever the hell it happened at. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, rebuild every time something awful happens? And what would you build over it? Something new or would you just block it off forever? What I did yeah. when I was uh, in the business is I would move the tombstones but not the graves. And then later it would get all uh, poltergeisty in there. That's fucking scary. Well, I think he ran out. Of, he stopped. Then <laughs> he stopped talking back. So I think we're going to move on. What else you got, Hicks? All right. So um, the internet's pissed off because some kids at Rutgers created a new web app called The Beat. Now we got the beat. We got the beat. Not like the song. It's just called. Too bad. <laughs> it's just called the beat. If I was the Go Go's, I'd <laughs> sue the shit out of these people. <laughs> and it's ba it's. Ooh. It takes Instagram photos. You can just search for, like, uh, say, Rich Kids of Instagram, whatever. There's a search box. Yeah. You search it, and it shows the Google Maps uh, street view of where the picture was taken. And people are freaked out because now people can see the exact location where all their Instagrams were taken. And they think, oh, my God, this is a horrible invasion of our privacy. Even so if you took a picture, it's you and your girlfriend, and you're outside, we're, and we, yeah, we're, we're, you're outside your house, and then they would be able to immediately run it through something and know exactly where you live. Exactly, and it gets the the point on the map, on the fucking Google Map, and then also the street view. I love how when everything with Google Map comes along, we get concerned that our privacy has been destroyed, <laughs> but people do it anyway. Oh yeah, well because every digital picture, or at least most digital pictures, have like a a mark on them that says their exact long, long, longitude and langitude. The longitude Lat and langitude, latitude, yeah. Latitude. And the what? Latitude. And what's the other one? Longitude? Yeah, it's the longitude. Lat fuck. I know that was close. You actually were close. <laughs> so the the point being is now we want to get rid of this, which we won't. Yeah, people are now pissed. Well, Instagram. See, here's what you've got to understand. For years, the celebrities have bitched about the paparazzi and being stalked. And they said, well, you can't do anything about this. You're a public person. Because of the Internet, uh, everybody is a public person now. Everybody has to live like Kim Kardashian and fucking One, one Direction. Yeah. You can't get out of it. You just get tagged on photos, and then you're just in the, the only thing that you could do is keep your pictures off the internet, and that way nobody will find out your longitude. <laughs> I want to keep my longitude <laughs> to myself. Yeah, I don't want everyone to know where I am all the time. 
It's well, fucking freakish. People know where you are all the time. Bullshit. I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> you're not on Instagram, but you're fucking walking past cameras constantly. And people get pissed off also, like on these Google, well, when the Google Google car passes by, and they're and a fucking Google map. They're like on the street view, like what the in, fuck? In front of my place, uh, my buddy Artie, who passed away a couple years ago, was on there, oh, and I used to go back and look at it and just crack up because he always stood in front of our building, <laughs> you know, bitching that whore. In uh, right below me, 3F. She's like a goddamn, you know. So <laughs> after he died, we would go back and see it. And they, they've they actually updated it. So it doesn't look the same. Oh. That's how often the Google car comes through Manhattan. I've seen it around my neighborhood a few times. I run towards it. I want to be on the Google. Sure I'm, like, well, yeah, I'm going to find out your longitude then. <laughs> I think it's a nut. You know, today, and I don't know why this happened, but have you been paying attention to the snap pick or whatever? That they call it. This is uh, something. I would send you a picture, yeah. right? You would fucking get it like a text. You'd look at it, and I'm like, "Hey, fuck you, Hicks! I'm giving you the finger." And then four seconds later, the picture disappears. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's called Snap Pick. I might Snapchat. Snap. They're snapping. Is yeah. what these kids are doing. Snapping. They're snapping. Today, for no apparent reason, every news show starts screaming, "Those Snapchats can be saved." Our kids' tits are all over the places, <laughs> and everyone sees our kids' buttholes, and they're like, "What are we supposed to do?" Take it. And every news station is—I'm just like, tell your kids not to send pictures of the tits, and they're not going to listen, even if you tell them that. They're, yeah, who this would is, fall for that and think that it would actually work when every text, every email, everything is? Well, this was different. This was set up as Snapchat, so the point was. The picture doesn't have to last forever. People don't find out your longitudes. But the only way that they're doing this is taking a picture with another phone real fast. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the the this is the weird part of it. It's like, I remember about 10 years ago when all of a sudden girls' tits started showing up online. Like Girls Next Door. It's the thing that basically destroyed uh, fucking pornography in this country any kind of professional <laughs> pornography was gone because of the amateur stuff and every we did shows about it and people talk about it. these kids are never going to be able to get jobs they're never going to be able to get married they're oh this is going to follow them around and a generation of kids has just decided it doesn't matter if their tits went out on fucking line they just don't give a shit they moved on and it's been forgotten about it's no just, one cares it's just getting more and more it does <laughs> like i'm telling you right now uh well your stuff is out there you're acting like how could they fuck with that you're out there with the, your fucking dick between your legs in that one picture for two days everybody was like oh my god this is the grossest thing ever. and then people forgot about it they just don't give a shit you can't keep people's interest because they're constantly going on to the next thing the churn is unbelievable. The churn. Look at this. This got churned out of our brains. That is fucking dancing, doing the fucking Bob dance. Well, you were really uh, alcoholic belly then, Fizz. Yeah, that was just a complete uh, keg. I forgot I even shot this video. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh. What a fucking psycho. <laughs> What a fucking... Look at the dead eyes. <laughs> fucking senseless motherfucker. Big Five, Donuts Dance. Big Five. 
Psycho man. Fucking crazy. But hey, whatever. We got Snapchat now. You see the way he leaned back there? That's when he fucking ripped one. Uh, but that. yeah, people just don't care. They do not care. You move on. If there was... Uh, uh, who's the little actress that's going to win the Oscar for supporting this year? Connie got out that day. Oh, uh, Anne Hathaway. For two days. Everyone was like, oh my God, you see the picture of Anne Hathaway's vagina? Now no one brings it up. It's just fucking gone. I for- she could fucking... Her vagina has... Uh, her vagina has lost its luster. <laughs> oh, she's so young. So the other part of it, too, is do people even stalk anymore? I think people Facebook stalk. Oh, like stalk like celebrities? No, like, you know, this thing that people are worried about. Like, uh, they're going to find out my longitude uh, and they'll come and get me. I think these fucking internet people are way too lazy to get in a car and go over and fucking kill somebody. <laughs> I, th- I think they could only kill somebody if they came into their basement. I think reading their fucking people, someone's online shit. Gives them the fucking satisfaction other than having to go to their house and actually see them in person. Like, they can find out. You can find out plenty about someone by just going to Facebook and their Twitter and shit. Yeah, and that's all. They they want to stalk from there and fucking bully from there, but they don't actually ever show up. No, they just stay at home and jack to their fucking Facebook shit, and that's it. But don't you think that, like, feeds a stalking hunger? Like, if you find out... Why would it? You find out, if you find out some information online, you just want more and more. But, no, but, like... Do fucking- they? Do we have this giant problem? I mean, the reality of it is, if your kid's going to be stalked, it's probably by their uncle or their neighbor. Some fucking weirdo in your own family or your own neighborhood. Never somebody from the other side of the country. You're going to get on a fucking plane? That's hardcore. The vast majority of creeps who want to jack off to fucking people just do it from the safety of their own <laughs> Yeah, home. they just jack off, <laughs> and the second they come, they lose interest for a few hours. Wow, I spent a lot of time with that. Jesus. It just seems like we spend a lot of time worrying about shit that doesn't happen. That's why I was laughing about the Snapchat. It's, it's really like, funny. you're first of all, we don't have one fucking case of this ever taking place. Not one. And yet all the news acted like, oh my God, the Snapchat. There was chat roulette before this, and then there's still Instagram, and there's just fucking general text messaging and cameras on phones. It's Whatever like, it is, you're, uh, within two weeks, people are going to act like that thing blows, and you're not on this yet. Yeah. Well, Instagram lost like a quarter of its people just because they announced that thing where they can use your photos if they want. They took it back, but they still have like a quarter of the people. It's, it's, they're going to lose a quarter of their people no matter what, though. People just move on to the next thing. I, you can't tell me that there's anything to do on Pinterest. Well, I get to post fucking pictures like it's a wall or something. You could, you could have always done that. <laughs> but I get to share with all my friends. I get to see all my cool pictures that I like to share. They could have done it when you had your blog. <laughs> Wait, you're saying when I, my live journal could have fucking been just as good as this? Exactly. Fuck. Fez Watley, what's going on in, in fucking crazy town? Uh, uh, well, this is crazy town. It's the Colts owner who's uh, tweeting. Again, you- here's a fucking thing. He tweets out his stupid fucking self. And I'm sorry, I'm not accusing the guy of being like his dad, but he's that he's as drunk as his dad. This picture, he looks fucking blasted. Jesus Christ. He looks like white trash. 
If the Colts keep winning, he is our next generation's Jerry Jones. It's already been, the heir apparent is right here to the uh, most annoying, frustrating owner in the league. No, his dad was. <laughs> his fucking dad was the worst owner ever, and now he's the same. I've I've never liked that fucking family ever since they uh, hauled out of Baltimore in the middle of the night. And the tweets he's putting out. Uh, they're on the IB wire. It's time to let the monster out of the cage to feed. A million exclamation points. It's playoff time, y'all. Time to let the monster feed. You're the owner. You don't get to call yourself the monster. Let someone on the team call themselves the monster. You're going into the playoff against teams that are actual monsters. The Patriots. The Broncos. The, the the Ravens, the Ravens. Who they're playing. I don't know who these other teams are, but <laughs> the reality of it is, it's just fucking football. The saddest part is he was fucking tweeting this from Twitter for BlackBerry. What a loser! <laughs> you had a BlackBerry up until a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you were the la- I thought you were the last BlackBerry guy. This guy's a billionaire. He's a captain of industry. He's still using the fucking BlackBerry. He's not the captain of industry. His dad left him a football team. Believe me, you could own a football team if your dad owned one. It's that simple. I love to run a football team. In it's the exact to run a football team is the exact same thing as being a fan, except for you can hire the general manager. This guy isn't involved in anything. Uh, make sure my idea: cinnamon popcorn. You know what I mean. Cinnamon? Yeah, we get it. On the popcorn. Yeah, we're going to put it in the concession stands. We call it cold corn. Okay. Good good, good idea. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. I can smell it on you. Yeah. I haven't really drinking. That cocksucker right there, this is how fucking rich he is. He owns the fucking sacred scroll. He owns on the road in scroll form. He went out and bought it for like a million plus because he was like, it would be cool to own. Yeah, I, yeah. I was say, he probably doesn't really appreciate it. It's just that it's on the road. Oh, he fucking hangs out with Rob Lowe, and he just, you know what I mean? Like, his his life is a good life. <sighs> Fuck me. Well, that's all you people rooting for the Colts. That's who you're rooting for right there. The monster. <laughs> the beast. That is Ursay. Now, do you just hate him for this, or did you always hate him? Um, I really started hating him during the Peyton Manning, we're going to get rid of you. Type deal. But you came 12 fucking 15 years after me. I always hated that cocksucker. Whatever. Remember when they did the, the Indianapolis used to do like the big town prayers and shit? Oh, yeah. What? They used to do giant town prayers for fucking football? Yeah, like get their whole fucking stadium and start praying about shit. Is it a goddamn revival or a fucking football game? I don't know. I guess Indiana... It's fucking crazy. I don't know what they do out there. Weirdos. A lot of fucking corn and stuff. Dicks. You think if you lived in Indiana, you'd just be like, I gotta get to a beach, dude. I can't fucking keep looking at cornfields. This landlocked thing really sucks. Every time I go into a goddamn store, I just hear them blasting Melon Camp. I can't get a goddamn break around here. That sounds pretty shitty. You ever see that Melon Camp movie? He said that when they grew up, this is how fucking bored they were. They used to build these cages, right? Right. That they would drag around behind cars, and one of the guys would get in a cage, and just fucking let the car drag them around. Just, just for the hell of it. Just that's, yeah. that's fun. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> then they would all laugh and point at the fucking fish they just had. <laughs> Sounds like fucking half drunk jackass. 
Should have been stealing each other's cocks. That's weird. <laughs> that came out of fucking nowhere. Hell yeah. Um, Andrea said to you, Fez, uh, the theater that you were so pissed off, mm-hmm. they're having a, mem- a memorial before the reopening. That's why they send invitations to the families. It's still the grand opening. I mean, the families have called this disgusting. I'm saying I'd still be disgusted because somebody in my family fucking died. I wouldn't care much about the reopening. (sighs) I'm sure your fucking head isn't together yet. I'd go to that theater. You'd go to any theater. (laughs) Pretty much. Any theater you can drink out of. One of those, when you're at those late movies and then you just hear a bottle fucking rolling all the way down in the front. That was me during Django. Had a couple of fucking tall boys just fucking chilling, drinking. <laughs> Screaming out, fucking go. <laughs> go, Django! Kill Whitey, Django! <laughs> Kill Whitey! Get those crackers, baby! I'm fucked up right now. Did we, uh,. Did we put the thing up on the uh, iBank today about Farrakhan? Yeah. Farrakhan reviewed Django. Don't you, We can't play it for the people who haven't seen Django. Because <laughs> this motherfucker it doesn't understand the term spoiler alert. Come on, man. But I'll say this about the Honorable Reverend Farrakhan. He loved Django. He should have. Django's the shit. He goes, I don't know what's wrong with Brother Spike Lee. I'll sit down and talk to him. But that fucking movie was the shit. Look at all the white people that died. How could Farrakhan not like it? How could anyone not like it, really? It's fun. Well, that's the thing, though, is the violent movie thing. Like, why do we like violent movies so much? I don't fucking know, but I always have. You know, when they start talking about violent video games, I'm like, oh, fuck them. Violent movies? Eh, I don't know. It's pretty good. The more violent, the better. Uh, But even when, like, I was a little kid... The only things I ever wanted to watch, gangster movies, cowboy movies, gladiator movies. Outside of that, eh. All I do is watch westerns with my dad. He would just fucking make me watch westerns. He made me watch The Godfather. You gotta watch this, kid. (laughs) What else would you watch? First day we had a VCR, we're going to get The Godfather. We're all going to watch it. As a family. <laughs> See, the thing I like to do is make spaghetti when I watch The Godfather. Mm. This actually came up on the iBang because we had a thing for um, New Year's Eve movies. And The Godfather 2 showed up. Because you know how many times on fucking New Year's Eve at 12 o'clock you would grab one of your buddies, kiss him on the mouth, and yell, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You know, it's one of the, the great New Year's Eve. But, and I agree with this person who wrote this... I've never watched Godfather 2 without watching Godfather 1 first. I don't fucking just sit and watch 2 well, I'll, I'll like you in. Star Wars fucking mouse. I jump into 2 if it's on. So if Godfather 2 was on, you wouldn't watch it if you hadn't watched Godfather 1 No, first? I got to put together the whole day and I like to make Italian food. I'll fucking jump in any time. I'm fine with it. I'll fucking... Yeah, but you, you'll, you, you go to Wikipedia and read a fucking movie instead of watching it. Sometimes. If I get a bad bootleg and the movie's just shitty, I'm like, I can't sit through this. I'm just going to read what happens. Wow. I'm glad I didn't watch that movie. Uh, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hi. Uh, I just wanted to ask Fez uh, what he thinks that uh, 
if if these people, through no fault of their own, uh, you know, uh, have an incident in their movie theater, they should just close up and lose all their money. Fez says that they have plenty of money. <laughs> that was his his way of looking. They've got lots of money. You don't know that for sure. Most movie theaters barely eke by. That's why the popcorn costs eighteen dollars for a bag. Yeah, they're in serious. They, well, they were in they're serious always shit, right? bitching and crying. <laughs> they were happy oh, for the three I... D thing, but even that's falling off. Yeah, but all that money goes back to the studios. So the when you have a theater, it's something like ninety percent of the ticket prices go to the 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 movie studios. Christ. And then you, you know, your thing is to sell candy. Why don't I just open up a fucking candy store? I don't get movies with my candy at the candy store, though. That's where I get my candy at. I'll stop at the fucking candy store outside. Oh, yeah. Then walk across the street. Why am I going to pay $12 for a box of sweet tarts <laughs> when it's like half full? This is retarded. Come on. I'll just bring a bag, a giant bag of fucking sweet tarts in with me. <laughs> Screw it. And then I'll fucking just destroy my teeth and tongue. I was over at Times Square one time. I smell this stink. I look over. Some motherfucker brought a salami sandwich. <laughs> this is fucking a roll. It just starts eating. It's fucking grimy. <laughs> one time though, I was on a plane. We were going to this well, situation. Oh. Uh, it was like a fucking casino thing. So everybody on the plane was on the same, going to the same place. Awesome. Like a package deal. I fucking smell this delicious smell. Fucking guy's got a Laspadas hoagie, right? I go like this. I'll give you a hundred dollars for that fucking hoagie right now. <laughs> Did he take it? Oh, he looked embarrassed. Like I heard his fucking feeling. <laughs> he should have been complimented. <laughs> but it's just you know how you have your gambling money with you already. You're like fuck it, rather than lose this. I got the stack. Whatever happened to you, Fez? You said you didn't watch movies. Everything you said turns out to be a lie. You say you didn't watch movies. We found that you did. Then you said you became a vegetarian, and we kept seeing you eat food. Oh, this is so good. It was fantastic. It's, it's so good. It tastes nice. Oh, everybody's looking at the band playing. Let me eat all the rest of that pasta. <laughs> like, fucking, like, suddenly we're out. All you got to do is this. See this, guys? Bring more of that pasta. Come and on. then you don't have to fucking worry about cheating your friends. Like a baller. Just be like, come on, more. More everything. Yeah. Whiskey. More whiskey, too. <laughs> more whiskey, more beers. Just for me. And then when the lights went out, you had the Christmas flashlight to flash you around. Can't believe you. That was weird how the fucking lights went out, except for over our table. It's fate. It seemed like there was going to be a hit taking place. Like, when the fucking lights came on, there was going to be all these Columbians just fucking <laughs> opening up on us. Like the fucking club scene and goddamn Scarface. Did you get a hold of AJ Dynamite yet? I haven't gotten a hold of AJ Dynamite. Yeah, I know. You never do. You never do. Uh, Chris, you were interested in big Chris Christie. Yeah, Chris Christie has gone um, buck wild against Boehner and the rest of the GOP. By the way, Boehner's got to figure out a new spelling for his name. I always call him Boner. <laughs> uh, uh, right? I mean, that's fucking what it looks like. It looks fucking... I'm sure he had to put up with that his whole life when he was a kid. Shut your face, Boner. He should still have to fucking put up with it. They should run there in the set. They should just scream out, yo, Boner, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, Boner, why don't you pass the cash? Sandy needs fucking money. You know what's really funny? is that That's exactly the way Congress ran in Lincoln. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the way they were acting. Really less organized than I thought it would be. But I guess it was back in the day, so. It's fucking shitty now. I mean, it's just always been shit. It's just crazy. <laughs> we're just hanging on to this thing by a goddamn cunny hair. Yeah, we should have had, there should have been a revolution a long time ago. There was. I don't know whether you well, ever yeah, read. After things got stabilized, like another one. But okay, but uh, so uh, boners eating a lot of shit. Christie's fucking losing it. They set himself up to well, be. Well, the, the a Chris candidate. Christie thing is so interesting because there were people talking about him running on the Republican ticket, and well, as vice president last time, but setting him up so 2016 he would be a Republican. There's no way he gets to run for president now. There's no fucking way. What if he, can you think he could jump ship, be a Dem? If he jumps ship, then he has to say, by the way, all those things that I said, I believed in, I don't. Because he was, up until a few months ago, a hardcore Republican. He now, the Democrats love him, only because he makes the Republicans look like shit every fucking chance he gets. It's awesome. It's hysterical. You know he got on the phone last night with Sandy Springsteen. You see how he lit those fuckers up? 200 shows, motherfucker. Hey, uh, by the way, Bruce, you, me, Bon Jovi ought to do something. Jersey Shore, this summer. You know you want to. Boom. I hope he said boom. I mean, what's going to happen to Chris Christie now, Fez? You're a political guy. You like to follow the politics. You call yourself the big five. He'll get what a, happens? He'll get another term as governor, and then after that, he may try to go for the Senate from his state. But, I mean, I don't see it going why any would he, further than that. Why, why a guy who had presidential aspirations becoming a senator would seem like a fucking disappointment? He has to make a run for the presidency. But if he doesn't if he, run for president, he's got to pop out and start making Giuliani money for himself. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for a guy who never made fat cash to get that kind of name recognition and not be able to run for president or jump into this. What about what Chris said? Could he ever become a Democrat? If he, he could definitely become a Democrat. The Democrats would love to get him, but they would never use him. I, I don't think they would ever run him for national why, office. Why would they want him then? What what good would he do as a Democrat? He does more for them as a Republican. You know what I mean? If he's a Democrat, he's just another Democrat yelling. No one's going to pay any attention to what he's saying. They're paying attention to him now because he's a Republican. So if I'm the Democrats, unless I want him to run for president, I would say, no, dude, stay where you're at. You're you're fucking you're doing it, man. You're yourself. Enemy, enemy lines. And so far, he well he took some heat on the Sandy thing, but the fact that he went out of his way to say again yesterday, I blame this on the GOP House. Not even on like, hey, I'm tired of both you parties fighting. <laughs> Just calling them out. It's great. It's a really funny thing though. And this is like the weakness in the Republican Party is nobody likes big government until they need them. And then they're like, we need $60 billion. Come on. How are we going to do this ourselves? And you're not going to get that from the private sector. It doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't exist. No matter how many concerts you're going to fucking do out there. You're getting $60 billion. Yeah. You ain't getting $1 billion. 
The only you be looking for the front rent. You ain't even getting the back rent. You ain't going to get none of it. The most I could see him doing is the Democrats running him for U.S. Senate, and just to show that they're the bipartisan party. Doesn't and even make here's, sense. Here's a guy who's been on both sides of it. Doesn't make sense. It, do, it doesn't do either one of them any good. It's fucking Jersey. They could always have a Democrat win um, Senate in Jersey. It doesn't do any good for for him or them. You know, I mean, he's going to be able to win in Jersey. Right. No matter what he does. So they're not helping him by having... It wouldn't help him to jump parties for that. This whole thing is a dude who maybe everything that he's saying is completely true. That I only care about New Jersey. I don't care about Democrats or Republicans. I care about my own state. That's the interesting part of this. Well, Instead of going back to the normal dance, which everybody's talking about, it becomes that boring fucking game. Maybe you just take the guy's word uh, is that he is who he is and he loves his fucking state. Here's Chris in New Jersey. Hey, first of all, Ronnie, as far as him becoming a Democrat, America loves a heel turn, or a face turn, I guess, in that case. But I think what's interesting about Christie in New Jersey right now is he's really, uh, I thought his presidential chances went down. He, I don't know if you've been following that. He's going to legalize sports betting in Atlantic City, in essence, in defiance of the federal government. It's a straight unilateral move by him, basically, uh, saying Atlantic City needs revenue. Uh, we need sports betting, and fuck your federal law against it. It's a really kind of... Uh, in my opinion, sports betting makes all other betting look stupid because when you're in a sports book and gambling, it's the most fucking fun gambling you could ever do. It's, it's so, the most social gambling. It's so you don't intense. have a bunch of guys just, you know, you're cheering together with other people. It um, makes watching fucking football so much more goddamn fun. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's the reason why football is popular. It's the it. single reason why football is popular, because betting on the game is a blast. It's so goddamn good. And then, you know, fucking trying to get bets in before the 4 o'clock game. I'm telling you right now, if you could gamble on high school football, those fucking stadiums would be packed. <laughs> I'd take some fucking action, sure. I know a bookie in Marcus Hook that would take action on high school games. Jesus, how the hell did he determine the line? In his own way. He was doing it for fun. He was loving it. <laughs> he had everybody going like this. Who's Interbro got this year? Well, who the fuck is Ridley Township got coming in here? Good looking kids. Shit. Big Green's going to roll. Yeah, I think the guys uh, that this superstorm, because we can't call it a hurricane because it wasn't. Uh, has just changed him as a person. And he's like, this whole system is crazy, and I want some money from my people. I want big government to give me big money. I want the government to help out. Maybe what turned him was when he embraced Obama, and then people started fucking just tearing him up. The weird thing is, he didn't even seem like that just went off him. It was like fucking shooting a rhino. He's like, whatever, <laughs> fuck you. I'm trying to get some big fat cash here. Seaside Heights. <laughs> big ups, baby. And I told you before, I didn't think that he could win as president because I don't think that that game was going to play big outside of New Jersey. Like, people in the middle of the country would look at him like he was Tony Soprano because he was a big Italian dude. Racists. 
Yeah. Um, Justin in Tampa, you're on the Money Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. What do you think's uh, What do you think's more popular, or or makes NFL more popular, sports betting or fantasy football? Oh, a lot of people bet on fantasy football, though. Yeah, it's well, the same thing. <laughs> that's true. So you that's know, it, it it's actually uh, originally kind of viewed by football as the same way. It's the vast majority of fucking fantasy football leagues are for money. But I will I will tell you the truth. I think that fantasy football and red zone hurt your appreciation for the game of football. It's harder to watch a single game if I'm not if I'm not watching like red zone, you know. The weird thing is everybody's watching the one Sunday night football game. Because finally you're off the red zone and, you know. After seven? Yeah. You've shown all the fucking touchdowns of the day. you know that you're sitting around half sleeping watching that game. Oh, I'm burnt the fuck out. Red yeah. zone is incredibly intense. I don't know what the hell's going on. There's fucking goddamn quad boxes all over the place. No red zone this weekend. You're going to be forced to watch actual games. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last week, uh, Chris, Scott Hansen was like, this is the last quad box of the season. And uh, it was been a great Christ, time. That made me cry a little bit. I was What's really he going to do the rest of the year now? Drink. Probably rest. <laughs> he needs it. He needs his rest. He's throwing out. He's calling fucking you know, 20 games a day. Like a baller, too. Oh, yeah. He knows exactly what's happening. He barely fucks up. I love how he rubs it in everyone's face whenever they try to go to fucking commercials. Like, this is red zone, okay? We don't go to commercials here. We're going to show you some fucking game you don't even give a shit about. Uh, Frankie, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. Yeah. I, I think the mistake that, that that's made with Christie is when people say he doesn't act like a Republican, because really it, it, you have the, the, the conservatives and, and, and the liberals right now taking charge of both parties. And, and I don't think he's either. I think he's more a realist than, than anything else as far as his, his skew on Republicanism. Yeah, but you know what? Without the party backing you, you're fucking nobody. You're just another fucking dude. So you might as well be Frankie from P- Poughkeepsie. The fact of the matter is, if he's going to be a realist, he realizes that if he has any national hopes at all, he has to stay in line with his party. Because it takes a billion dollars to run. It takes, And this was a guy who... Supposedly, they were looking at vice president. A lot of people wanted him to run for fucking president you know ann coulter was calling for him to run for president uh pre-romney so they loved him and you're not running into a lot of republican people who allow themselves to go on the record right now and i'm talking about actual political people not people that are registered republican but people in the republican party because He's such a wildcat. They don't know whether this is a good thing, bad thing. It feels like a bad thing to him, but they might want to make up later. Well, if he if he has the people behind him, if the the his approval rating is so gigantic in New Jersey that you would think the Republicans would want to play nice with him, take advantage of that, and try to sell that nationwide of a guy who okay. took care of his own people. Because here's what you got to also realize. He couldn't pull fucking New Jersey for Romney. New right. Jersey votes Democrat for president. They have a Republican governor, but when the presidential thing comes around, they vote Democrat. So really, what is he worth? He couldn't pull that state. He didn't even attempt it. So his approval rating, very big now, because he's saying 
uh, and I'll quote Shower Bench here, I want free stuff. He's, uh, he's trying to bring billions of dollars back to his state. Who's going to be against that? You could be a fucking Marxist and go, yeah, go, dude. Bring us back some billions. Get yours. But how does that shit hold up? Remember how, how remember Giuliani's approval rating in New York and across the country after 9-11? Right. He couldn't pull fucking New York State anytime. He couldn't win governor in this fucking state. No chance. So you got to be very, very careful about, and these guys are, these fucking lifetime party members, they pay attention to the fact that those numbers go up and down. Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I wanted to know, is there any way possible you can give a brief explanation of exactly what fantasy football is? Yes, I can. I want you to go to fantasy football, comma, wiki. Uh, and you'll be able to get all the information you need there, okay? Okay, fantasy football, comma, wiki. Yeah. All right, thanks. Bye. He's going to have a fun afternoon ahead of him. He is. He's going to be reading all about it, how to make a draft, get his friends to play. <laughs> and it keeps me from explaining. There you go. I always fucking laugh at people on Twitter. They'll go like this. Hey, does anybody know the score of the Green Bay game? At the time that you're writing that, you could have went to ESPN.com and got it. Yo, dog, I got the ESPN Score Center app. <laughs> that shit gives me updates of scores. Of the yeah, games. because of that, I know your longitude. <laughs> and latitude. I don't like that. Fuck, I turned my GPS off. Yours more like latitude. Oh, no, I'm always on time. I was talking about your girlfriend. Oh, come on. A little, <laughs> a little Chris Stanley for yourself. I hope not. Well, you'd make a good dad. <laughs> oh, I'd be train wreck city. Why don't, you, why don't you do this? Try to improve yourself. <sighs> that's that's. Why tough. can't you be a better man? Maybe that should be your thing. Better man? 2013. Just better man. Pearl Jam? Rant found a better man. It's a good tune. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's singing about in there. He's going to be a better man. Or better man. You don't have one of those uh, New Year's Eve, you know, you're not uh, figuring what you're going to do this year? Not yet. Maybe as I get more into the year. Well, I mean, I fucking, initially I was just like, I'm going to slow down on the boozing. Because December, I hit it so hard, I felt like I got to just detox a little bit. So I'm going to attempt to just try to not get as fucked up every week. Not saying I'm not stopping anything, but... Slowing everything down. Yeah, because that's known to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> that to be all or nothing. Yeah, when you're drinking, then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Slowing what down? The only way that you're slowing it down is the night that you don't drink. Yeah. yeah. But the night that you start to drink, mm -hmm. you got no fucking idea when and how much you're going to be drinking. You know that, and I know that. Well, yeah, well, I mean, once well, something comes up, then I had to keep it fucking going. But suddenly, you're like, this fucking tastes and feels good. I'm on my way. It's not even a conscious decision. It just happens. Oh, it's just falling into a fucking pit of good feelings. Yeah, because you always are such a happy drunk. You fucking sit there, and you look like you found out Lee Marvin was dead every time you drunk. <laughs> no! What this happened? You keep it inside. I'm saying, but those days that I do decide to drink, cut those days down. Oh, Bill in Delaware, I got a question for you. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, Pepper. Uh, yeah. Wondering, does a free blooming onion taste as good as 
a uh, pay-for blue yoni. You know what? I fucking go to the goddamn Outback over on 56 and 3rd, and it's closed. It closed down. So I'm just standing outside there just fucking devastated. It closed for good? It closed for good. It shut down. It shut down three months ago. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's been there for years. I was so disappointed and sad. But you know what? Nobody ever went in there because there's so many steak places to go in New York. It's always empty. It was always fucking empty. I went there maybe four months ago, and it was just dead. And it was always, it was never ever crowded. And now it's gone. And, and that was the only one in Manhattan. I think I was looking it up online. There was one I think in Chelsea, but I don't even know. I, I called it. There was no answer. So that even that might. They be have nice. a blooming onion. I was so fucking pissed, man. Walk over there all excited, fucking gonna get some beers and a fucking free blooming onion. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're really cutting back here in the new year. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, it's fucking January 3rd. It's still, you know, kind of last year. And that place was huge, too. They would have right. had to sold a billion blooming onions to stay in business. I guess to pay I, the rent. I didn't do my part to help them keep open. Maybe somebody was murdered there and they just thought it would be a bad taste <laughs> to ever open it again. And they just knocked it down and they're pouring salt all over it. God. Know what I love about you, Watley? What's that? Deep thinker. It's like being in here with Socrates every day. Big five. So yeah, I missed out on that. So hopefully that NASCAR guy wins some races so I get some fucking other opportunities to get a free blown onion. Maybe I'll just drop a fucking onion and some hot oil in here and half an hour later you'll be all happy. It would be very happy. It's a thousand dollar dressing too. It's my shit. Ty, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, you know what's interesting? Uh you know, saying Christie is trying to get money back for New Jersey. New Jersey pays more income tax or federal tax than any other state in the country. For every dollar they give to the goddamn government, they get a fucking sixty-one cents back. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's our money. Fuck the rest of the country. I hope Christie succeeds. Fuck these guys. Between uh, New York and Philadelphia, you can hold hundred country fucking hostage. No supplies will get in New York. Wait, wait say this again. Between New York and Philadelphia, what? I'm saying if Christie wanted to, if he fucking said we're seceding, how the hell are you going to get supplies between New York and Philadelphia? Well, first of all, that's an insane thing. Um, the gov- the army would come in and wipe out you in a, in a heartbeat. But also remember that all your money is also coming from New York and Philadelphia. That the reason why that they there's so much tax money in New Jersey, and they do... I mean, the taxes in New Jersey are through the fucking roof. But it's because people work in either New York or Philadelphia. Go into South Jersey and there ain't a lot of fucking money down there. <laughs> what? Wow, Trenton seems nice. I mean, even further. So you, uh, this is a weird thing about New Yorkers. They, they don't even know that Jersey exists south of fucking Trenton. Like, you guys call where Dave lives, South Jersey. Uh, that's, I feel like that's South Jersey, yeah. No New Yorker I know has even ever been to Wildwood. No. no. You don't realize that state has a whole other half. You're treating <laughs> it like the north part of Canada. <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, whoa, there's a lot of shit down there. There is a lot of shit. None of you guys ever been there. I used to go to Wildwood all the time because people from Philly go there. But no one from New York ever goes down there. You guys are like, I was down South Jersey, Ashbury Park. It's not that far south. I think it's really south. 
Look at all that shit down there. What? This is weird. Lord Township. There's a lot of farmland and then beach places. It's a big-ass forest they got there. Or park, I guess they'd call that. Weird. But no, I mean, people from North Jersey have never even been around South Jersey before. Kathleen was living down there. I think she was married to her brother then. Wow. Yeah, this is the South Jersey way. Oh, okay. That's the South Jersey way. All right. Makes sense. The Pines. She was living in the Pines. Weird. There used to be this beautiful theater you could go and see shows in Jersey. Um, but then someone was murdered and they knocked the whole place down there. So <sighs> nobody could ever go back in there again. Oh, come on. They claim Big Thinker. Came up with that idea. I mean, just because someone was brutally murdered doesn't mean you can't sell fucking movie tickets. There's all kinds of things they could have done. They could have had the memorial on a different day than the grand reopening. Showing Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall's a guy theater already, isn't it? No, they have man, to catch people up. People love that Skyfall. I've never seen it. I didn't see it. I, only I can't those. stand that James Bond stuff. I will, I'll watch him on TV, maybe. Kathy Griffith was on uh, Letterman the other night laughing about fucking Anderson Cooper. You think his career is over, Fez? His serious career is over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just from what he tried to do on that daytime talk show, the Kathy Griffith hijinks... I, I, I just don't see where he gets taken seriously as the face of CNN. I think Wolf Blitzer is more the face of CNN than Anderson Cooper. That's just me. Mm, I could see Wolf. Wolf does a better job of taking care of his beard than anybody else on TV. Oh, shit's fucking tight. He should just fucking have like a little razor while he's on TV talking. <laughs> just fucking working on his beard. Fucking and then go like up. this. Uh, today in the Middle East, wait, before that, look at my sideburn. Connects just a quarter of an inch right down to my <laughs> to my chin. You like that shit, huh, Merrick? What's that girl's name, too, Fez, that did that? Kathy Griffin? I need to change the back. Maybe Anderson, Anderson Cooper's by, and they're like fucking around. I don't know. That's my theory. It's a hell of a theory you have there. <laughs> He's definitely by. Jesus Christ! Do I have to see Clowney knock that fucking kid's helmet off every goddamn day now? Best players ever played college football. Best time. player of all time ever. All time. He's getting drafted. worst fucking name for anyone. Clowney. That's pretty terrible. He yeah, it's awful. He should be drafted immediately. They should name a team after him. Just the Clownies, the Los Angeles Clownies. Perfect. They need a franchise. Now the Lakers are, according to Kobe, old as shit. Pat, Pat New Jersey, you're on my face. 
Hey, yeah, I was just calling to, uh, to agree with you, man. South Jersey's like fucking Alabama, and no one even knows about it. It's very, See, that's very weird to me, because when I was growing up, that's what I considered Jersey. The part that none of you guys have ever been to. Oh, I'm thinking Hoboken's the Jersey I know. <laughs> if I can't get there on the PATH train, then it's totally fucking weird to me. You got Edgewater. Worked a shitty job there once. Blow? Crooked modeling agency. I mean, oh, that's when you were modeling for a while. Mm -hmm, yeah, I was like, listen, man, I need to get my fucking paycheck here. You're sending me out. Higgs, uh, I don't even think we did this on the air, but after you showed us your dad when he was younger, oh, his, yeah. what, his fucking gangland-style fucking pictures, <laughs> and Higgs' dad, as a young dude, he looked like Jim Morrison in trouble. He yeah, he was a fucking rough and tumble dude. He looked fucking pretty nuts. He looked and, like a wild man. And you carry around his mugshot pictures, man. Yeah, I found it. Like I found, um, I was like when I was cleaning out all this shit from my parents in my apartment. I was like just going through papers, throwing shit out, and I find his uh, his uh, his papers saying that he was fucking innocent of like I think it was assault and battery and his fucking mugshots and a two dollar bill. This that was the fucking pack of <laughs> shit I found. Like oh cool. Two dollar bill. Nice that your dad left you something behind that you could always live. <laughs> you should your fucking dad should have just named you Sue. <laughs> he's fucking yo, he's always sticking ahead that guy. He's on top of his he shit. He was a good looking dude though. Yeah, he was a good looking guy. That's probably how he swung in on your mom, huh? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, he's a good looking guy, but he looks like you know, like that picture could have been taken from like in cold blood. All right, what year was that picture done? This was uh, 70, uh, October 71. All right, that's kind of interesting because you could see that dude walk in here now and no one would say, hey, you don't look like you belong here. But if you took somebody from like 1961, that look never came back. But like no. once the 70s came around, it was almost like looks never left at that point. It became like, um, like I don't know, to say classic, but but still contemporary. Because he's just looking, he has long hair, like a fucking a thermal shirt on and a jean jacket from the looks of it. No, he could have easily been in fucking, you know, Nirvana with that look. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could have been in The Clash. He could have been in Nirvana. He could be jamming with Jack White. Nobody would complain. Yeah. But if you take Buddy Holly, you're like, what? Like four years <laughs> later, like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> That's a fucking it's weird look. It's almost like men's looks hit a comfortable spot somewhere in the 70s, yeah. and that was it for them. Yeah. All right. This works all the time. Well, that's when they finally started letting hair grow in. Like in the 60s, there seemed to be a lot of astronaut, uh, uh, the right stuff, crew cuts. Where now we have shaved heads, but they're just completely shaved. There's no crew cut to it. Yeah, but you could also wear a crew cut. Nobody would say anything. Like, it doesn't matter what you wear now. Like, you could walk down the fucking street with the same punk mohawk look from 76 and walk into a bar nobody would turn around because that there's always some dude with a mohawk. Everything works. Everything just fucking works. But even clothing-wise, we hit a comfort level and that was it. Yeah. This is what's comfortable, and... Your old man looks part Indian, too. 
Yeah, I thought that too. It's some fucking name. He, his skin was dark as fuck. Like he, he has an olive complexion. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pale as a motherfucker. I got my mom's complexion, but yeah, he was dark skin. You know what you ought to do? They got these swabs now. And it's pretty cheap. You swab the inside of your mouth and you send it away to this DNA place, and they tell you all your background stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, I should do that because you don't know who your people are. Fuck no. No, like apparently I'm Irish, but like the family, like Stanley isn't the real last name. It was changed to something because they couldn't get work. I think it was some real nickname before that. And like I have a grandfather, his like my dad. No dad. fucking Irish people uh, felt the need to change their name. Oh, this is my fuck. That's my dad he, told me he was fucking. Talking yeah, crazy he probably fucking changed his name. I mean, really, it it probably was his middle name. You're gonna find out it was fucking Chris Stanley Manson. <laughs> That's cool. He was Charles, fucking little brother. It's all real weird. Yeah, he could definitely be in Manson's gang, just fucking cutting people's heads off. He was out in California for a while. I don't know. I bet he was. Names in Mexico for a while. He was uh, Patty and Kate May. Hi, Ron Fez Pepper. Hi, Hi, baby. Hi. Hi. I'm just want to stick up for South Jersey here. Mm-hmm. We're not at all like Alabama. I don't think so. I mean, I used to I used to uh, work in Manhattan two years ago, and I just moved down here. I love it. I tell you, I grew up in that part. Like that's that's the only part of Jersey that I ever went to. Um, people from my area did not go up to these fucking Springsteen beaches. Right, right. They were down south. We're, all the plates here in the summertime are. Uh, like Philadelphia area people. Yeah, but the weird thing is people from New York never have been down there. No. Massive amounts Atlantic of beaches. City. Yeah, the Atlantic City is where they stop. They're like, they stop there. They, they think there's nothing south of Atlantic City yeah. is the problem. But the weird thing is people from North Jersey are prejudiced against you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nobody likes this, really. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Devil fan, and I have to put up with Flyer fans down here because, you know... Uh, they don't associate with North Jersey very much here. No, they have nothing to do with you. No, no, I'm a loner. Do you get uh, Philly TV down there? Where, do you, where are your TV yeah, station? The, yeah, the local news is Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the, here's the weird thing: that's a giant part of a state that no one gives a shit about. I know, and I love it here. I just wanted to stick up for it. I, I like, I like my new home. I'm glad you did, Patty. And when your troubles are over. You can come back to New York, all right? Okay. Everything Thanks. blows over. Don't worry about it. People forget. Just keep your head down. Yeah. Keep your head down. Work a straight job for a while. <laughs> all right? It's going to work out. I'll get you a job as a longshoreman. This fucking Skagnetti fuck shows up. Oh, Patty just left. She's dropping off something. It's easy. I'm going to wake you back up as he's doing a show over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm awake. The uh, very cool thing on the IB wire, what the real Bruce Wayne would look like, this is amazing to me. It's a composite photo of all the people who have played Bruce Wayne over the years. Adam West, George Clooney, uh, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale. And they blend the faces all into one. It does look like the perfect Bruce Wayne. It's amazing looking. Hey, Matt, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron, you guys are talking about uh, Wolf Blitzer being the face of CNN. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys that he was on Celebrity Jeopardy a couple years ago, 
and literally ended up with negative 400 points. <laughs> I would dick. never go in that celebrity jeopardy. You could only get your teeth kicked in. <laughs> and then weird people win. Like Cheech dominates on there. Really? And Squiggy. Those guys kick the fuck out of people. Damn, Cheech. And Cheech is fucking, he knows his shit. Uh, here's Mike in Boston. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, uh, went to Coast I'm in the Coast Guard, went to boot camp down in Cape May. Oh, sure. What that, woman, what that woman failed to mention is that in the winter, you can't fucking find hide nor hair of anybody. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real summer community uh, down there. Yeah. Fucking cold as balls, too. Yeah, well, because there's nothing to stop the wind. Yeah, it just goes from the bay right over the land to the ocean. Tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like a knife slices through you. And, yeah. you know, you get, as soon as you get used to that, then all of a sudden these summer people uh, show up, and it's just packed. Yeah, but, I was there from January to March, and it was two of the worst months of my life, not to mention it was boot camp. So Yeah, it's never going to be good no matter what. Yeah. All right, man. See you later, Thanks, dude. Ronnie. All right, it's Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hicks, anything else into your head? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you check out the New York uh, New Year's Eve brawl from Washington Heights? Something I did like see that. that. It's, one of, my, it's uh, one of my favorite fight videos in a while, just because of the sheer insanity of it. Well, you know, it's like a Dominican party to begin yeah. with, so there's a lot of guys wearing white shirts. <laughs> They're almost totally open. Yeah, right. And then they interviewed a, a waitress, like, afterwards. Like the club, This didn't close the club down. They, the club was still open into the fucking night, and the waitress was basically like, yeah, this is normal. Don't well, when it starts up in the video, it doesn't look like there's that many people trying to get away from the uh, out of the club. They're standing off to the side trying to get not get hit by a bottle. But it's Let's like... New Year's Eve. What were you going to do, leave? Hell no. You know what goes to the heights? It was cold as fuck. I'm sure they don't let you back in once you leave fucking far in Washington Heights. <laughs> and now they're making a, uh, a Jersey Shore-esque reality show about Washington Heights, where it just follows a bunch of Dominicans in Washington Heights. Just living life, trying to make it in the big city. I'll be watching. Oh, yeah, I saw the previews for that. Like one guy's trying to be a baseball player, another guy's trying to be a rapper. I'll give it a shot. Now that fucking Jersey Shore's done. It's amazing how much the club looks like New Year's Eve on the Poseidon Adventure. By the time this is done. I just lost. The young lady was going to tell us how great South Jersey was. Sounds alright. Just never really went there. Here's Joe. Jersey, you're in my face. Yeah, what's up, guys? I, uh... I grew up in North Jersey, wound up marrying a girl from South Jersey. Now I live down here. And uh, I think the South Jersey-Alabama comparison is very accurate. I mean, the amount of trouble you have to go just to get a fucking slice of pizza is unbelievable down here. I think that uh, I was one of those guys I thought Trenton was the South as it got. And <laughs> now I'm down here further and couldn't agree more with what you guys are saying. South Jersey, you got the weight on your shoulders. That's breaking your back. Big Five is in here today. Fez Watley. Um, 
Let's see here. Uh, Here's Guy. Guy, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, yeah, Ron. Uh, I always uh, watch the celebrity um, Jeopardy. I, it just never ceases to amaze me. Uh, a couple years ago, I was watching it. Dave Mustaine of Megadeth kicked everybody's ass. That is so that fucking day. great. That is so fucking funny. And he's just, you know, here's this long-haired, you know, uh, rocker, and he's just killing all these, you know, celebrity people. Oh, I, I, I look and watch it on YouTube whenever I get a chance. I think anybody who went on that show uh, and thinks I'm only I'm going to do anything but look like a dick is out of their mind. <sighs> oh, on the slutty version or even the regular version too? Well, the regular version, you don't give a fuck. I mean, you're really you're there for money. But for, if you're there in the celebrity thing, it's only to show that you're smart. And then, you know, I'm giving money to the children's club. But it's you're not that smart because the fucking question, it isn't hardcore Jeopardy. It isn't regular person Jeopardy. They, they you know, they dumb it down just a like little bit. Like kids Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I watch the fucking high school Jeopardy, feel great about myself. I know. Like, why it's can't I fucking pull, they pull me in there? That's why I think everybody has these high school fantasies, because they want to go back now. And just fucking dominate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why can't I be fucking shot back in time with everything I know now? And God, I doubt that the celebrities have to take the test that regular contestants take. There's a uh, great bit. Um, well, we're actually calling it Blueberries, a standalone flute. But it's Jamie Kennedy's New Year's Eve fucking TV show. And Man. I've never seen anything run so shitty in my life. Well, I have. But I've never seen it on TV. This is a uh, fucking great. Now, Jamie Kennedy, I know him from Scream, right? Yeah, and he had the Jamie Kennedy show, or his game, Jamie Kennedy Project on like UPN. He's had a few TV shows. He's had a few movies. He's a stand-up. You got to go and check this out on the iBang. We'll just play a little bit of It's a big deal. How crazy the show ran. They don't know they're on the air right now. Okay. This is on the air in LA where you think they would know how to do TV. You ready to go? All right, welcome back to 2013. Let's check in with Stu Stone, who was with Shannon Elizabeth. Hey, Stu. everybody, we are live, live, live. It is New Year's Eve here in Hollywood. I am here with the beautiful Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon, it is awesome to have you here. Hollywood, New Year's Eve. Thanks for spending here with us. Tell everybody what is going to happen in 2013 with you. Oh, I'm so excited 2013's here. The jalapeno turkey <laughs> Right in the spots. New <laughs> all live it's great the crowd isn't even fired up to be there well there's barely a crowd there like look there's milling around the fucking stage are we back <laughs> all right going green never looks so good uh we're gonna throw things over to jamie jamie what's going on over there are you jealous that i'm hanging out with a hot playboy model and a really hot burger Actually, uh, it's me, Jesse Stewstone. I wish I was Jamie Kennedy. But, you know, all of this green stuff has Jamie acting a little bit different. You'll see what I mean. Check this out. Dead air. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so fucking bad. 
A very funny man. Give it up for Jamie Kennedy. Well, I can honestly say I have never laughed more at any of Jamie Kennedy's material. Now, and that's all I got. That and that's all I got. Fucking up video packages and shit. Green could be so sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Anna Rosales. Hello, Anna. Uh, Anna, I got questions. I know you've got answers. Can you tell us, first and foremost, how can we improve the energy efficiency in our homes? Hi, Stu. It is a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Good stuff. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Eleven fifteen. <laughs> Ten minutes. What are you guys gonna do at midnight? Now here's the thing, too. You would think to yourself that in LA there has to be a hell of a lot of people who know how to do TV. So this seemed like a just a live New Year's Eve show, but with that, like it, everything fucked up in this. Everything. Yeah. Every sound. Fucking the tape shit. It's why we have the the term clusterfuck. This, this is exactly what this is. It's the ultimate clusterfuck. There's no other way to describe it. And for this to go out live, this fucked up, everyone should be fired. This is insane. To fucking well, that's the, the beauty of it. It's a one-time gig, so you can. <laughs> uh, Lance in Louisiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, happy New Year, you guys. Same uh, to you, pal. The, the two best parts of the video are probably when... One girl is mocking the reporter, <laughs> word for word, and then at the very end, they have a a, a, a fight that breaks out on stage between one of the black girls and a, and a guy, Larry. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just a fucking brawl in the background. It's just amazing. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Dave. Oh, oh hey. Uh, just a question for Fez. Yes. Uh, Fez, uh, what does cum taste like? Really hoping to find out in the year 13. Oh, that's good, buddy. I'm, pu I'm pulling for you. <laughs> well, if you pull hard enough, I may find out what it tastes like. Your own cum? No, he said he was pulling. Oh, I felt, thought he was pulling for you. Oh, so you're going to taste this cum? What? Oh. That you guy? never know. If he's a nice guy. This is weird. Seems very concerned. With my sexual life. So he may be interested. You rob a sperm bank. Jamie? Jamie? Carl's Jr., everyone. So, but I don't know him. Jamie? Yeah, having a bit of a Jamie Kennedy moment. It's better than a John Kennedy moment. <laughs> or John Sorry. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> Carl's Jr. Delicious cheeseburgers. Um, Carl Weathers. Hmm? Well, he died in that one Rocky movie. What? That was a bad moment. So, yes, it's uh, still another year without knowing what cum tastes like. Uh, Al Gore sold uh, current TV to Al Jazeera yesterday. 
And then 20 minutes later, Time Warner dropped current TV. Why is everyone so freaked out by Al Jazeera? It is a news network. I, mean, I don't think they have any sort of fucking psycho agenda. I've gone to their website before. Current TV is, has such a fucked up history. It's just been just fucking one since its inception. No one knew what to do with it. It's fucking really strange. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. At first, it was just supposed to be all user-generated content, as if it was like YouTube, but except it's on television. Then that shit the bed, and then it became, and then Overman jumped onto it, and they tried to make it basically just another news straight up news network, and that didn't work. Where it was just all like uh, human interest in news stories, and now I'll just hear it. No one's gonna ever gonna watch it. And now it's worthless because you can't put it on Time Warner, uh, who also owns CNN. So that doesn't look like too much of a cock block. Oh. Gary, you're on the run of fish show. Hey guys, I was watching that uh, Jamie Kennedy show that night, and uh, I about shit my pants watching it. I flip it through the channels. First thing I hear is fuck, 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 and then I'm like. Did I just hear this on CW? And uh, oh, that's what they were on CW. <laughs> yeah, they're on, they were on CW. This was going out live over there, and and then I'm watching it. I thought, what the hell's going on? And they cut to Jamie at one point doing a puppet scene. He's got like a bunch of puppets around him for some fucking reason. And then the whole skit turned into them talking about rape. Yeah, I, I somebody wrote to me and said that the puppets started talking about yeah. rape. And, yeah, then puppet, <laughs> and then the puppet also said, Jesus fucking Christ? Yeah, that was me. And I sit there, turn it over, and I look, and all of a sudden I hear the puppet go, Jesus fucking Christ. That's crazy. And I said, did I just hear this? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, so I, was, and so I just sat there fixed on the TV for the rest of the show, because I must have missed the first, like, 20 minutes, just wishing that I'd DVR the whole entire thing to watch over the next day, because it was just a disaster with the black chicks on stage. <laughs> fighting with each other. He at one point said, the, I was, I'm watching and laughing when he says, where'd you go white? Your vagina stays tight. And I'm like, is this on CW? I just couldn't believe it. It was a nightmare. CW's gotten wacky. <laughs> All right, thanks, Gar. You got it. Bye. Uh, with uh, panda bears, there's always been the Save the Pandas. Now we really do need to save the pandas. Apparently they have like super panda blood. Which is which contains some sort of compound molecule that is uh six times better than anti any antibiotic that we have. And how are we supposed to take it? We draw it from the blood of the pandas and extract it. And then we put it in our own blood? And then, yeah, and then, yeah, eventually we develop it so it can be used with humans. So we've never done it before. We've never done it before, no. So what makes us think that this is going to be helpful to us? Well, the fact that there is something that is more powerful than anything we have already, we can start studying that. And well, it works faster. Right, but, you know, birds can fly, but if we put bird blood in us, we're not going to start flying. It's not a bad idea. The odd thing is how you, uh, pandas always seem so fragile. What are they? Fragile. Where you know, even in captivity, it's like, oh, yeah, we have to be careful of this panda bear or it could die. Well, yeah, they are fragile. Um, I don't know how much I believe this report. I just don't know that you can say that something else 
uh, has better antibiotics than that, and then somehow that's useful to us. It seems like that's a long way and a lot of testing to find that out. Pandas blow. It's well, not like we've taken any other animal's blood and were able to use it. Well, we did it with the baboon hearts and the and the pig valves. But we've never taken their blood and got our, and helped our immune system. No. We, we used those hearts because that was before we were using human stuff. We don't do that anymore, right? We're not putting baboon hearts in people anymore. I thought we still did pig valves, unless they've come up with some sort of mechanical one that's better. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. But I it, eat pig valves. They're delicious. Mm. I like them deep fried. Sounds pretty good. Tom, Chicago, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Fezzy. I was curious if you thought uh, Carl Weathers was a standalone boxer. I think all boxers are standalone boxers. Slides on, huh? What's that? Is this the slide? I don't, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't understand. Is the slide on? Looks like we still use pig hearts. Travis, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, yeah, the panda blood story. Uh, the um, It's actually slightly old. It's uh, the... Um, already figured out how to synthesize the compounds of panda blood. So you actually don't even need the pandas anymore. So uh, fuck the pandas. Yeah, I don't think there's that many of them. No, they're about it. fucking done. We should just put the rest of them out of their misery. I know people like looking at their pictures on the internet. And sure, panda cubs cute. But there's no purpose there. All these Chinese scientists are fucking wasting away their time. They could be looking for goddamn cancer fucking research. Go back to the pig valve since we're still using them. Yeah. By the way, they are delicious. It sounds pretty good. I didn't know they fucking serve pig valves. Honey, pig valves are done. Mm. Um, Jim, you're on the Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, do you think panda blood is uh, strong enough to cure the gay? Slide. Nothing to cure there. Uh, Lady Trucker. Hey, Fezzy, did you uh, bring that ticket in today to show everybody? Oh, I have my citation. Do you? Yes, I, just... I do. Okay, well, I mean, have you shown anybody yet? Or... No, if anyone wants to see it, they can. But it's. Are you going to put it online? But it said, uh, where was it said? Uh, careless driving reason at fault vehicle in a vehicle versus pedestrian crash. Crash. So, I've already been called careless driver, and this says that it's all my fault. Hey, Rickshaw, you're on Renefez. Oh, Ronnie, ancient Chinese secrets say, use tiger penis to get big penis for you! Well, I guess if you'd like a striped one. Asians love eating fucking animal dick. It's fucking real weird. Well, who are the ones that are into, um, like, rhino fucking horns and shit? Is that Africans? Yeah, Africans are the ones cutting the rhino horns off and uh, making it into powders or whatever. They just make, they'll just crush it down, like, cut it, snort and, it. and snort it, or put it into capsules and just give people to eat to give them virility. Most of it's basically, they think it's Viagra. Also, they'll do that with uh, elephant tusks also. 
Let's just fucking take the ivory and just fucking grind it down. How are they fucking just running shit? They're eating animal dick all day long to get their heart on. You know, come on. We still have most of the world being run by warlords. <laughs> the only way to fucking deal with them is drone strikes. Maybe we should just stay in this country, send fucking drones out, bring all of our troops home. It's good. The Matrix. Oh, uh, did you see Matt wrote to us and said he's back in the States mm -hmm. and hasn't reached out yet because he's not feeling so good about it yet. All right. Still dealing. Still dealing with the change. Like your dad was when he used to get out of the fucking house, you know? <laughs> he just puts up his, his dad's pick. It's a fucking whacked out looking picture. Fuck yeah, it looks like getting cold blood. <laughs> I saw it, I was like, holy shit. This doesn't even, it looks like a movie prop or something. <laughs> this is really strange. I should frame it, put it up in the house. All right, they just, uh, Anderson Cooper is on TV in a lab coat, and he's testing panda blood, squaring it into his asshole. <laughs> Says it feels hot and nice. All right, we better break here. A lot going on today. We're actually going to do our uh, movies of the year. Oh, I got to be plugged, man. I forgot to do this. You're free to go and vote in our Christmas photo uh, contest albums. A lot of great pictures up there. Winner gets big prizes. So that's all up on the iBang. And uh, we'll be right back. It's Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez continues. Well, she's my sweetie pie and the love of her soul. Well, she's my sweetie pie and the love of her soul. Well, she's the sweetest in the world and she's my steady girl because she's my sweetie pie. Fez Show. Big five on the stick today, Fez Watley. It's a Thursday, short porch. Miley Cyrus was saying after the uh, the paparazzi got killed trying to chase Justin Bieber's car that there needs to be new laws about paparazzi in this country. I don't think a dead cameraman is going to do it. The most famous person in the world, Princess Diana, was killed by paparazzi, and nothing ever changed. I, I don't think there's a star big enough that would change the celebrity culture where we quit chasing people. Well, it's or, not about celebrity culture. It's First Amendment rights. It's the, the, the freedom of the press. It's all protected under there. It becomes a difficult thing. 
Yeah, but even even if it was just up to celebrity culture, there's no we we but, could. But the reason why it's protected is so that we can follow Obama or big corporation heads. That's what that's all about. Mm-hmm. It's it has very little to do with whether or not we care about Mount, uh, Miley Cyrus, but whether or not we feel that the press has a, round, a right to go around and look into things. Well, I guess what they would have to do is enforce, have go with the laws that are there and enforce them more, like any sort of reckless driving, like I just got cited for last week. Here, here, and just um, start enforcing those laws all the more. Either that or set up some boundaries. I don't I don't know if you could if there's any sort of way to have like some sort of fifty foot barrier boundary line around somebody. Restraining order. I don't think you want that kind of thing because you want the press to be able to go out and do their job. Well, I think they would still be able to do it if there were even if there was some sort of buffer zone. I mean, they you, zoom you, in you, on you Kate Middleton. But, dude, you act like that, that, that celebrities don't want the press. They do. I go to movie theaters, and they have this fucking thing signed, uh, showed up where all the press can take pictures of them, and they all stand and have their pictures taken. They invite the paparazzi that you're talking about. Yeah, but those aren't dangerous vehicle uh, situations. So, yeah, you, you're to- one thing is a traffic law. The guy shouldn't have been standing in the street, but that's not different. That's a, a completely different thing from freedom of the press. Yeah, I think that's what Miley Cyrus was talking about. Different, you know anti-stalking, anti-chasing laws. It, it's the, That guy wasn't chasing anybody. He was standing out in the street. Yeah, well, yeah. But he, he ran across the street illegally. To... But people also run across the street illegally to go to church and get hit by cars or to a ball game, on and on and on. They don't go and change the laws for it. But when you watch TMZ... The paparazzi aren't out in front of every restaurant in L.A. They're out in front of certain restaurants. And that's where those people choose to go, a lot of them, to be seen by the paparazzi. Yeah, it's where, in my neighborhood, Sarah Jessica Parker lives there. And I've seen the uh, paparazzi, like, I don't know whether there's some sort of law there, but they, they're, like, always across the street from her apartment, not on the same side of the street. few times a week just waiting for her to co- either come home or go out so there there may be something there where at her house yeah something where they have to stand across the the corner from yeah. her house well keep working on it maybe we'll get this fixed and no more paparazzi will be hit by cars i don't even really think that guy was much of a paparazzi and you could be a paparazzi now. Everybody's a paparazzi. Just fucking use my cell phone. That's all you do. I mean, a lot of people sell their cell phone stuff now to TMZ or to, you know, any rag out there. 
Yeah, Lindsay Lohan gets dimed out constantly by people where people will just take oh, I saw Lindsay at the club. Here's some pictures of a TMZ and some video because she's you know doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, this isn't any kind of organized stalking thing. It's just everyone. You just have to wait it out. Like you see, you hear you'll hear Lindsay Lohan got arrested at a club in the paper, and if you give it a day or two, yes, you will see video of either the fight or her being led away in handcuffs. I don't think you got to wait a day or two. No, uh, with the internet. Well, fucking Cat Williams got busted or whatever, and there was a video up there the same night. I think Cat Williams is shooting himself doing that crazy shit. <laughs> He's shooting a reality show, isn't totally one. He's got enough viral video to actually put together an entire series at this point. Going to jail, getting out of jail. There should be a law about that. Cat Williams? We should make a law about more laws. Um, that was all I had. It was a lot. I don't have anything either. None of us got stuff. All I have is that I got fucked over running Bloomin' Onion yesterday, and that I've brought that we over. We already did that, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> the video you can see on the IB wire of. Um, so you did have more. Uh, it's. Uh, Why didn't you tell us you had more? I didn't think I had more. I'm you got trying more. to think of more. What'd you think of the IB wire? Mm-hmm. Where'd you find this? On the IB wire. What is it? Oh, this is uh, called uh, OK Kid Butch Up, It's Just a Dog. So this is a kid finding out uh, he's getting a dog for Christmas. Starts crying. And just loses it. Now these parents, they put this up there just to show, oh, look at how great a parents we were. We made our kids Christmas. We did such a wonderful thing. It's not helping the kid at all. No, they, I don't think they did say they were great parents. It's, they did it because the fucking kid is crying a little baby. He's losing his shit already. I mean, it's a dog. Whatever. Good for you, So kid. what's your beef with it? That it's, that it's false uh, praise from themselves. Who praised them? They're praising themselves. Oh, I don't think so. Look at what, what a great think? thing we did for our kid. What do you think of this, Chris? I think that they just want to fucking go viral. Like, look at this kid losing his shit over a dog. Everyone loves to go viral. Yeah, they want to get them hits up. I saw, uh, remember the kid that uh, cried because he thought he bought a car? They were on the fucking Today Show. <laughs> exactly. That's what the parents are fucking thinking. Fly us to New York. Put us on the Today Show. Come on. We want to fucking be in the big city. So what's the today? downside of this, Fizz? Well, the kid, it's going to be everywhere. The kid's going to get teased about it. But I thought that you would have thought it was okay that a kid's sensitive and he cries. It is sensitive that uh, that he cries. There's nothing wrong with it. But don't. But this is in his own home. It's in his living room on a Christmas morning. Right. But why does his entire school have to be invited into it? But why can't we say now to kids, "Hey, it's okay to cry," and to the other kids, "Hey, guess what? This is a sensitive boy. He's a little fucking crybaby. Leave that little boy alone with his dog." There's nothing wrong with that. But and, don't exploit it. 
understand so, it, but don't exploit it. Don't exploit the kid. Now, do you feel like you're helping to exploit it by bringing to our attention? Like, how many people do you think are finding out about this now that never would have before by you promoting it? I mean, what is exploitation most of the time? It's so funny about how people in the media will act like, I look how this kid's exploited by the media. Us. <laughs> look at the awful shit we're doing with this little sissy kid. Can you believe we have the balls to fucking curse this kid up? I think every kid cries. All you gotta do is punch him in the fucking back. Trust me, they'll cry. There's so many, there's so many fucking videos of kids crying on you. Remember when the the kids went out of that movie like Life of Timothy Green, and they're in the back of the car, and they just started losing their shit because the kid died at the end. I always wonder why people take their fucking kids to see those kind of movies. Because the kids asked to go see it. I don't know. Yeah, but you're gonna too. fucking cry like a little pussy. <laughs> yeah, parents would say no. They're kids, right? Like you can just. Did say you cry a lot when you were a kid? I think when I was like really young, like fucking like really young, but once I like got into like elementary school and shit, I kept it together. But I remember oh, crying. crying a heartbeat. I fucking remember just really losing my shit a lot when I was like really young. Sure, man. <laughs> you just start fucking crying. You're so sensitive when you're a kid. Everything hurts your feelings. Everything makes you upset. God, Everything yeah. embarrasses you. You're like a fucking stupid kid. I mean, all the, time. the fucking fake thing is that you laugh at other people for crying yeah, when definitely. you're a kid. Like, look at that pussy. Ah, what's wrong, pussy? See, here's the thing, Fez. You're saying this is is a bad thing. If you're really going in terms of the truth, this is what kids do. They start fucking crying. We act like they don't. And the kids that are going to be taunting him, they fucking cry too. I cried constantly as a kid. Well, still do. Yeah, I can't believe that, Fez. I Absolutely. can't believe that you were a crier. No. Uh-uh. As a kid. That's tough. To, that's tough when to swallow. I used to go hide out in the tool shed and just cry and cry. Tool, tool shed was a, a name he had for un, under his uncle's balls. Oh God! I would try to find out where the sheriff, the Florida Sheriff's Boys Ranch, was on t on television when they would run those commercials, so I could run away there. You didn't run away there. You got caught from running away and were taken there. I didn't realize what it was. <laughs> I thought it was like for some... I thought it, they took in like orphans or something. I think that was like a reform school. Ours was Glenn Mills. You're going to end up in Glenn Mills. <laughs> uh, John, you're on with a fuzz. Hey, Ronnie. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, um... Maybe you and Hicks ought to step out for a smoke break. Let Fezzy have. Uh, let Fezzy take the stick there for the first time in uh, 2013. Well, he's always welcome. No, he's I, better I, when he's the best, when I he's, would rather when not. He came up with that cry bit. Hey, the Glenn See, Mil I think once you start, what's that? The Glenn Mill School is the oldest existing residential school for court-referred young men in the country. <laughs> yeah. Look, there's a government recording studio. Nice campus, you can cook. Looks Best. like no white kids. Uh, doesn't know. That young man looks Hispanic. Hey, there's an air guitar show. Mm. Um, here's uh, Aaron in Maine. You're on Fest. Hey, buddies. Hey, um, I'm almost 40. I'll be 40 in a few days. And I got a buddy I went to school with. 
Whenever his name comes up, I still think I'm like, that's that fucking kid that cried all the time. Fucking whack. Dead, that's 20 years ago. But he still, that's, that's how I remember him. Cry, baby. Well, I'm sure people don't remember Fez from his crying. But you will put things out of your mind, Fez. I think you got the stick today, big cat. I see you flying this fucker. Yeah, the crying bit. No, he doesn't talk back with me, though. I got to... What I want, the new intern, yeah. is I'm going to say stuff to the new intern and I'll let the new intern say it to Fess. Okay. Just waiting for the intern's uh, background checks to go through. They should just give us fucking checks to get him to come in here. Taking forever over here. What's the story on the new interns? We got, What's the new crap about? We got three dudes coming in. Not one of them is ever going to make me forget about Kokomo Joe. Oh, no. How could we ever forget about Kokomo? Uh, Joe, you're on the run of Fez show. You've been listening to uh, Fez cry for the last several years, and I've been fully entertained. Do you think that's exploitation, Fez? No, that's me crying. There's plenty of people who think that we exploit Fez. There's plenty of people who think that they're... Yeah. It's not fair. What? They think he needs serious help. He went to Nine Hut twice. How much more serious can they get? I know. They keep spitting them back out. Because God knows what he says to them. I know he doesn't do the follow-up. Fez like a mental snowball just spitting fucking in and out, in and out of each other's mouths. <laughs> It's a weird. really weird analogy. <laughs> and yet it makes sense. Just the fucking big gob of jizz being spit back and forth. Over and over again. It's like one big cum bubble waiting to happen. Chris, you're only running a face show. Oops, try again. Chris. Good, good. Hey, uh, Fuzzy, once in a while, why don't you try, uh, you know, maybe when Ron makes a good point after you ask him a question... And if it makes sense to you, why don't you just say, yeah, Ron, you're, you're right about that. And then maybe try moving on to something else instead of chasing your tail, you know, for the for the next couple minutes. It's just a thought for 2013. That's a good thought. It makes sense, Chris. Thanks. Well, hey, hey Ronnie, who you, who you want for your coach in Philly? You know, I I it's fucking hard for me to even understand. That we're in a fucking post uh, Andy Reid world, and I heard uh, that the people in Kansas City came to talk to him in Philly last night. Yep, and then he didn't show up for his fucking Arizona gig. I feel like he's going to the Chiefs. At first, they were like, because I think his wife has family in Arizona or some shit like that. That's all made up shit today, though. I mean, people go where the work is. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Oh, his cousin lives there, so he can stay at his house for a while till he finds a place. Fucking crazy talk. He's already a millionaire. He can do and go wherever the fuck he wants. No kidding. Plus, he flies around on a team plane. He's going to go to Kansas City. He might. He said he might take a boat or he might take a plane. But if he has to walk, he said he'll get there just the same. Shit. That's in Kansas City. Kansas City is where he comes. Uh, they're saying Chip Kelly's got three NFL uh, interviews lined up. As soon as uh, he's done with his college season. He ought to go. Get the fuck out of that college bullshit. Man. Yeah, he ought to go while the getting's good. 
Just do it. Come on, Kelly. I think he's got the Bills, the the Cards, and maybe the Browns. All right, good facts. Take the Browns. Lock it up. He's going to go to the Browns. See what the Browns can do for you. It's got to be hard if you're like the Bills, trying to sell someone on being your head coach, when you can't exactly put, you know, hey, we've got uh, great weather here as part of the resume. Do you honestly think that's what most of these guys are picking on? Like, if you're coaching in Miami, you ain't going to the fucking beach. You're no, you but are you think... just fucking working when you have that job. No, but and you all they think... you, you got to think about uh, they think about moving their families there. Whatever they're going to be rich wherever they live. <laughs> their families are going to be rich. You're going to go. To... First of all, that's a uh, there's your money is going to really travel up there too. Cheapest. You get a giant fucking house in Buffalo. Look, what they're going to look at if going to Buffalo is there's no fucking quarterback or offensive line That's right. or defense. If you're going to look, you're going to look at how quick can I start winning. It's C.J. Spiller is carrying that whole fucking team next year because Fred Jackson ain't sticking around. But remember last year we were saying uh, Washington will not win for years and years and years. We were saying that even at the beginning of the season. It's like, RG3 is good, but I don't know if he's going to stay that long. And they have nothing else going And then suddenly him. they got that fucking halfback nobody saw coming. Yeah, it's fucking Alfred Morris, kid. It can happen. Pierre Garçon just fucking tearing it up. It can work. And then if you go to Cleveland, you got bad weather. And you can't even, there's not even a winning tradition there. That someone could jump on. Well, I'll call Jim Brown and tell him the bad news. No. Well, hey, they got Trent Richardson. That Whedon's not totally terrible quarterback. I mean, the rookie quarterbacks probably did the worst. Look, but you, still. you've got a great fan base. And as far as the tradition of winning goes or whatever, the Patriots have won, what, three Super Bowls? How many players were there for the first one that they won? One. That's how quickly the turnover fucking happens. But if you if you go to Cleveland and you start winning, you're a god. They will worship you. They will like thank you for giving us this. I I certainly would not go if I was coaching for any other reason than what was happening with the work. I wouldn't give a shit about oh by the way we've got beautiful mountains here because you ain't going to them. You're fucking coaching in Denver. You ain't skiing, dude. You're fucking just living in that place. You're watching tape and probably sleeping at the fucking stadium. Fez, you had a lifeboat for us? Uh, no, I didn't. All right, well, we'll play lifeboat anyway. That is a nice song. Wait, didn't we have one with you and the kids singing? Her voiceover was fucked up on the CD. It didn't sound good. It never sounded good. No, but I really wanted to sound. She sounds fucking awful. <laughs> she wanted to come back in. I'll have her and recut it? No. She never gets back in this building again. Done. No problem. I heard from a couple of people they thought that she stole 
I don't want to say anything. Who was your all-time best intern? Oh, Jesus, this is tough. Fred was really fucking good. UCB Fred. Or Matt, as we may call him now. Scruffy was a fucking solid intern. You love Scruffy. He was probably the best on the phones intern I think I might have ever had. Like he just, and he was here for a while. Like he was at XM, then came over here with us to the Sirius. Yeah, I like that kid. He's really fucking strong. He's doing great in the sports marketing world. Yeah, he's like they fly him all over the fucking place. He's going. He, went to, he was at the Olympics. How did he do that? Did he win? Just spectator. Oh, okay. That's too bad. <laughs> I would love to see him really get his opportunity. He's doing well. All right, head on over the, to the iBang to uh, play the uh, one and only. And I'll tell you, since Fez is not into it today, I'm going to bring Pips in to see if he'll want to play this one. Because I think that this is his, his fucking time. All right. And that's 80s TV moms. Okay. 80s TV moms. Now, Hicks, you were not a... Uh, a big uh, fan of these shows. No, I mean, I watched them in passing when I was younger, and I didn't. I never. I didn't give it all that. I wasn't that hardcore into it. You weren't hardcore into anything as a kid. I was trying to get by, Ronnie B. So most of these shows, I think, for you, Pips, you would have caught on the uh, on the reruns, which I think makes you more of a fan of something when you're a kid than even first run. Most of the time, if you, like, people like, I grew up on the Brady Bunch. And they say that no matter how old they are. <laughs> the only people who don't say that are the people who were of age when Brady Bunch came out. Like, yeah, Brady Bunch was on. So this is the 80s TV moms. Uh, Pips and Chris Stanley will have you play. Okay. Um, here are the four people. You will only have three seats on the lifeboat, and not to give anything away, also a tiger oh, is going Jesus. in there. How are they, they going to live? That's what Pi had to figure out. It's a tiger and a dude. Right. <laughs> and a boat in the fucking <laughs> middle of a sunken thing. I, I don't see this lasting too long. You'd be surprised. All right, I got to see this movie now. All right, here are your, your uh, chances to win. Uh, and you could all go over on the on the iBang and play along with this if you'd like to. It's over on the iBang. Uh, Elise Keaton, Family Ties. All right. Maggie Seaver, Growing Pains. Oh. Marsha Owens, Mr. Belvedere, hmm. and Norma Arnold from the Wonder Years. Now, did you catch any of those shows, Hicks? Uh. Yeah, I, well, I remember the one years watching that as a child. Did you like the mom on this show? She was okay. Okay. She was all right. Not the biggest fan of her. All right. What about the Mr. Belvedere? All right. See, she this fucking lady had to have a goddamn man-made hang around and take care of the kids. A man-made, by the way, is called a butler, just a so butler. you know that in the future. <laughs> this this man-made butler? Yeah. I don't. I don't trust this woman. I don't trust that she can take care of her fucking children well enough to, so that she has to bring in the help. All right. What about Maggie Seaver? Growing pains. I like growing pains. Yeah. That was Michael J. Fox, correct? 
No. <laughs> what was that family ties? That was family ties. Okay, family. All right. Alan Thicke was growing pains. That's the husband. Right. Big Alan Thicke fan. I think he has good taste in women. Maggie Seaver's safe. Wow. Yeah. Shocker to me. Yeah. Safe. Mrs. Keaton. <laughs> family ties. Yeah. Brief. Okay, back to the future. Michael J. Fox. I just felt that woman held that family together real well. If this is my lifeboat, Marsha Owens, that lazy bitch, is getting drowned. I'm going to fucking throw her overboard. So, Marsha Owens, all because she had a man-made... A man-made. She fucking had a man-made taking care of those kids. When that, She's a mother, all right? Norma Arl didn't have no goddamn help. Yeah, but see, here's the deal. You don't feel, like, happy for that no. uh, woman that lazy. she had a man-made? I felt lazy. She, what, she can't handle fucking raising these kids? Um, now, I will say this. That Seaver family looked like a fucking nightmare to me. <laughs> There was something just really uh, weird about that. Here's Bruce, Bruce in Louisiana. Who would you kick off the lifeboat? Well, first of all, Kevin's mom is fucking safe because I wanted her to be my mommy. So Wonder other- Years, Mom. Uh, yeah, it's just really adorable. We should be playing a little bit of that fucking Wonder Years theme. But uh, I have to throw off Belvedere, Mom, because, I mean, Hicks nailed it, man. She had a fucking man-made. She had a fucking butler. The other two moms at least had to manage the house, and I think Elise Keaton held down a job and managed the house. I think she did, too, but also it, uh, her and her husband seemed like they would leave on that family at any moment. They just didn't feel like they were invested. <laughs> it's okay. Now, the mother on the Wonder Years... By the way, I think that you could have taken any of these women, which I, I think this is a pretty good one, and put them on the other shows, and it would have worked just as well. Oh, nice. They all have the TV mom look. Oh, he's in. Um, yeah, Mrs. Arnold could have had a man made, and everybody would have been just as happy with it. Sweet. Um, all right, let's go over to Pips. Pips, this would have been your rerun years if you looked at these three women from these or four women from these shows what three make it on board without a doubt wonder years mom is on there she's perfect you can't you can't get rid of her people love the wonder years mom even though she may she was a TV mom that you did not fantasize about banging. Not sexual with her. It was actually matronly. I would also say this. I don't even feel like the dad was that sexual with her. They ain't fucking years, man. They, yeah, it's been years. They sleep in separate beds, Baze. You know, really? Like, yeah. There's he, has, he hasn't gotten hard in a while. Okay. Um, so you're saving the one to years, mom, all because she would have been a good mom to anybody. Yeah, I kind of wish I had that run. <laughs> you wish that there. you had a mom who cared a little bit. Yeah. All right, who else gets saved? Well, this is speaking of uh, good moms. Um, this is very hard for me because my mom didn't let me watch any TV. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I haven't seen any of these other shows. This yeah, is so, so sad. Now, why weren't you allowed to watch TV? Well, first of all, we didn't have cable to begin with, so there wasn't much of a this choice. And then also, my mom was very demanding about she got what she wanted, basically fuck me type thing, you know? Really? What yeah. is it that she wanted from you? 
Um, I was the butler of my own apartment. Oh, you were the Belvedere. <laughs> yes. You were the Belvedere. <laughs> That's so what I was. was safe then. All right, so this is why... The thing is, this is why you can work for Chris, because he's an awful person, too. And this is giving you a home feeling that he doesn't mind piling work up. Because he'll say to me all the time, fuck it, Pips will fix it. I go... It will take me just a second. No, 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 no. He's got it. Yeah. Trust me, all right? You don't got to do anything else. This guy's fucking doing it. As yeah. long as you guys aren't fighting, it's a lot better. Trust me. Now, when are we... Oh, because of the parent. Your yeah. parents used to fight all with each the other? Yeah, it was despicable. Did they fight about the service that you did as a man-made? <laughs> no, not at all. You missed the spot again. What the fuck is My he doing? My parents got divorced when I was two, so I luckily didn't get to see that, but... uh it was bad. It was real bad. I was constantly uh, getting my mother's dry cleaning, doing her laundry, doing the dishes. It's not like, well, you're helping around the house. No, this was constant 24-7. She never did any of the work ever. Was something wrong with your mom? Was she? Did she have health problems? Um, I think she wasn't, at least no one ever told me, but I'm pretty sure she was bipolar. She had to be. She was a mental case, and she had a really bad case of OCD where things had to be so clean. I had to wash my hands about 100 times a day because she would freak out thinking I'm dirty. Wow. Fuck, man. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, that's the way to grow up, dog. Were you, at, were you able to use wire hangers? I want him fucking wash. Wash your hands in there. Damn it. You know, like, everybody always talks about the psychotic dad thing. But the psychotic mom that Pips uh, grew up had to be fucking worse. Um, just living alone with that fucking crazy woman with crazy demands. Especially when he just thinks of himself as a manservant instead of a child. <laughs> it's just horrifying. Hi, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Who's this? Hey, it's Andy from Cleveland, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, I gotta go with Mrs. Owens, because of all the other ones you mentioned, she's practically invisible to me. I, I can't even recollect her. I mean, besides Belvedere... The I, I think the Bobby reason why it was lined up. Show? Yeah, I think they tried to line up four white moms. Is what they did for us. Uh, <laughs> but Marsha Owens getting crushed on this show. I think that you would have had to be kind of a weird person. I mean, Hicks watched Mr. Belvedere, and I don't get the connection there. <laughs> that was Bob Euchre was the dad. Oh uh, yeah, love Euchre. Now why? Did, one, what did Euchre do that he could afford a butler? Was he like a writer on that show, I think? Fuck. There was a lot of rich uh, New York families on TV. Oh, yeah. But was it a Webster? That guy was loaded. He had all those black kids fucking hanging out. Yeah. It just, uh, the Silver Spoons, they were all just fucking loaded. So if you were like a regular kid at home, you were like, I bet we're fucking broke dicks. Yeah, Euchre was a sports writer. Now, why would a sports writer have a fucking butler? If anyone can help me with this, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't know the fucking show, but I know a lot of sports writers in my life. And I never met one with a fucking butler. You're saying Bill Simmons doesn't have a fucking butler? I'm, first of all, Bill Simmons is about as... You know, he's doing as about as good as you can in that game. Yeah, he's the and he still doesn't have a butler. Like, I know a lot of guys who are writing for afternoon papers. You know what I mean? There were a lot of guys who were, like, making a big deal of, will there be a buffet? Most of the time, sports writers, it's not as glamorous as a gig as you think. It's so goddamn funny. You would think when you're a kid and you read sports writers, you're like, this is the best job ever. Then you find out any of those guys on the beat, and they fucking hate it. They're miserable. They're drunks. Um, 
Here's Kurt in Michigan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, the one thing that people to really reinforce the Norma Arnold, in the last episode they revealed that Mr. Arnold died of a heart attack and she actually had a college degree and went back professionally to provide for her family. Wait, the Wonder Years dad died? Yeah, in the last episode, he died of a heart attack because he was a foreman for like some kind of a manufacturing facility. But then he opened a furniture facility, and then he had a heart attack or some kind of... Yeah, he died young, and she went back to work, and they revealed that she actually had a college degree. And so she went on to become like a, a professional in the business world. What? But, yeah. Wow, that's well, really fucking rough. Um, now, Cigars and Scotch got rid of uh, Mrs. Keaton... No worse disciplinarian than a hippie parent. He's right wing, our buddy. Come on, man. He's far to the right. I get it, but this is just this is parenting here. But uh, she also turned out to be a lesbian. If you remember when she came in and did our show, oh, yeah. she was like, all those years, I didn't know. Uh, here is uh, Ira. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy, just as a friendly reminder, uh, Oscar Madison was a very famous sports writer. He, too, had a uh, butler. That was not a butler. That was his best friend. Come on, man. Um, here's Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Explain the rest. Hey, Ronnie. I believe, wasn't Belvedere, wasn't that based in Pittsburgh? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm not sure I even know the show. I just know the, you know, head actor. <laughs> this guy's great. Well, I know we talked about the Pittsburgh fan base had a big ball and that might be the explanation why he could afford a butler. I don't think anyone in Pittsburgh had a butler ever. <laughs> Beaver Falls, <laughs> Pennsylvania. All right, so Beaver Falls is a small town outside of Pittsburgh. Why would that dude have had a butler? This doesn't make any sense. Why couldn't he just had Pips come over, do the laundry, wash his hands, <laughs> serve the food, wash his hands? Now beat it. Make sure you wash your hands before you go. That is so... It's like so weird to me when I hear about somebody raised in those circumstances. It's pretty fucked up. My parents were fucking nuts, but they never expected me to do anything. Well, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> the beauty of it is, is that everyone's parents are nuts, and when you become a parent, you just start acting nuts. That's the beauty of the whole... That's the circle of life there. Oh, God, if I had a kid, I'd fucking go batshit. Why wouldn't you just have him be a servant for you, like uh, Mrs. Get, Pips? This kid can get old enough to start fucking pairing his own weight. Pips, what were all the things that you had to do? What was part of your chore list? All right, well, the biggest thing was dusting. I had to make sure I had to get that nice, uh, was that, palm, whatever that spray is, and, and get all the dust off the wooden furniture. Um, I had to do the dishes because for some reason, two people in the home, in the apartment, there's tons of dishes. Who's eating? There was never <laughs> any food in the house, but there's Shit. always dishes. I don't know why. <laughs> then I had to vacuum. I had to do her laundry. I had to go get the dry cleaning. Um, I had to clean up after the cats. Now, did you, did you realize this is weird? No. No, not at all. I just you thought, just well, thought was, kids did this. Yeah, I'm in third grade. What do I know? I don't know what's going on. It's, it, you know what's even worse is when I had to go see my father on the weekends, he would make me clean his bathroom. <laughs> oh, Mike. Sure, because you had skills. <laughs> I guess. It's crazy. At that point, you were a professional. Now, are you like a little clean freak in your own apartment now? Um, my girlfriend notices I have some weird tendencies. Right. Nah. And it's, it's not overly compulsive, but it's there. You could definitely tell. But I think that your mom has made you into a good producer. 
Because that's why you're able. The Hicks is able to stack up work for you to do. He's very organized. It's good. Is he? Yeah, much more organized. Yes, it's good. Than you? Yes. Who grew up basically? Uh, for Hicks, it was like the apocalypse already happened, and he was living in that world. It's like, oh, thanks for the can of Coke. It's bubbly. In the Wikipedia for Mr. Belvedere, they don't explain as to why they needed a butler. Just that these this Bob Uecker's family took in him because this guy just emigrated from England to Pittsburgh. That doesn't make sense, though. Why would he go from England to Pittsburgh? And they act like they took him in like, oh, we're doing you a favor, rather than acting like that's a job. We're going to enslave you, Mr. Belvedere. Fucking better like it. I don't think I could ever be comfortable having a butler. If I paid him well, I wouldn't feel bad. I'm like, hey, we'll take care. I just feel like there was some fucking dude hanging around too much. You know, like if your buddy stays at your place too long. Oh, I wouldn't want him in like the same room as me. I'd have to like, you know, fucking figure out some way to get him to come in when I want something. But even when I have a limo driver, I always invite him in to eat, and that's fucking, you know, like we're going into a restaurant. I'll go. I'll be out of here. I always go. Why don't you just come in and eat with us? All right. So really, it's more like just a friend that you got to pay for than it is having a fucking limo driver. What if they're like a dick, though? You have to deal with that. Oh, plenty of them are dicks. Yeah, fuck that shit. You know, what are you going to do? The fucking, you can't leave a guy sitting outside like an animal. The boat. All right, this fucking Belvedere mom's getting crushed. Wow. They're slapping her around, man. Yeah, they're just beating the shit out of her. Surprisingly, Norma Arnold is next after Belvedere Mom. Maggie Seaver, the safest. Well, those two shows, the Keatons and the Seavers, they were right in the wheelhouse, I think. They were kind of... I mean, to me, you could have just moved one against the other. Um, here's uh, Tony. Tony, you're on the run of Fest show. He's talking about Oscar Madison. What do you think the fair market value of the of Oscar Madison's apartment would be? In, in I'd South say five to seven million dollars, because he had a nice view. Didn't they have a unbelievable? Didn't the uh, fucking elevator go directly to their apartment? I think it. No. If your elevator opens directly into your apartment, and there's a special key, that's that's you know, it's that's fucking top shit. of the line, yeah. I will tell you that somebody that works here has that, but he's also in the East Street band. So <laughs> I don't. I think he might be getting more East Street money than anything else. Liam, I wish. <laughs> uh, Steve in Orlando, you're on Fez. Yeah. Hey, I uh, actually grew up near Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I kind of had an interesting take on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beaver Falls is a shithole. <laughs> If you grew up in, if you live in Beaver Falls, chances are you're working as a butler for somebody else. <laughs> or <Richard> <laughs> um, Beaver Falls is where Joe Namath is from, and in that last Joe Namath doc, they showed him going back to Beaver Falls, and it looked like just a bunch of old people remembered him. It didn't look like a lot of young people showed up to see him. They weren't keeping the legend alive. Um, Joe, you're on the run of Fed show. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Mr. Belvedere, but regarding Beaver Falls, there's about three or four NFL quarterbacks 
that all grew up, were born right around that area there. I think Marino and I forget somebody else. Joe Montana anyway. is from Western Pennsylvania, I think. Oh, there you go. Western yeah. Pennsylvania had uh, always got some really, really great quarterbacks. But they're, like, so football crazy. And uh-huh. the whole thing is, I've got to escape from here. I've got to... This is the one thing that'll get me out. This is the one thing that'll, yeah, get me out. Uh-huh. Um, I'm calling because, uh, I don't you remember this, the, the movie of the producers uh, with Zero Mostel? Yeah. No, Brooks. Do you remember when they went to sell the, 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 the script? They went to this really, really flamboyantly gay guy back in the... Now, don't forget, remember, this movie was in the 60s. 69. Had, I, I lied on it was Mr. Belvedere. The guy that plays Mr. Belvedere. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's really funny. Every time I watch Mr. Belvedere, I laugh because of that. Anyway. I think I they had to get rid of the gay angle when they updated that because they basically did, you know, gay... Incredibly funny, and I think when they took it back, no, maybe they still kept it. I can't remember when they took it back to theater, but I know that part of it had been really take. I mean, they basically had gay as crazy in '69. <laughs> uh, why don't we break here? We'll come back and do uh, the best movies of the year. We'll open up the phone lines for you eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Next week, I believe, is the Oscar noms, but uh, we'll give you the iBanks movies of 2012 when we get back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. This is the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. Continues. You've been seeing most every day Shouldn't be allowed to come and take my baby away Baby, why don't you wake up? All we gotta do is make up Come on, baby, don't break up with me Well, I saw you walking with him just the other night I almost flipped when I saw him squeeze you tight Come on, baby, don't break up with me Do you remember all the things that we used to do before he came along? Yeah, man, it's the Ron Fez Show On a Thursday uh, It's time to put up the uh, best movies of 2012 Best movies of 2012 and uh, damn good year this year, Hicks. It ended really, really strong. Just really impressive. I was loving it, and there was you know, plenty of stuff that was good earlier in this in the year. So you're saying it started strong? It started okay, but mm. ended like fucking fuck you, everybody. This is how we're gonna really do it. Now, come on. Uh, we're still waiting for it to load over here, uh, Hicks. Um, there was. So many good films, but in the post-Sandy Hook world, that's you know that's going to hurt Tarantino's Oscar chances. Uh, There's no way Hollywood now wants to act like, oh... Not going to glorify, no. He maybe yeah. may like a, a nomination, but... What would he be nominated for? 
I think he'll get nominated for Best Director, but he ain't going to win. I'd be surprised if he got nominated for that, honestly. For him, maybe there, um, maybe there is an opportunity for him for screenplay, but I think they're going to be rough on him as uh, director this year. And Christoph Waltz might get nominated again for supporting. I think if they nominate anybody out of that thing, it's going to be Leo. Because they love Leo. Has he won Best Actor yet? He's just been nominated, right? Only been nominated. Yeah. So they might so they might give him the supporting. Which I think would be a slap in his face a little bit. He should be fucking getting that goddamn Best Actor award. Here are the, uh, the things that we've put up on the iBang as the favorites. And we've battled this out. Uh, the Hobbit is, of course, for uh, Chris Stanley. Oh, yeah. Uh, safety Not Guaranteed. Came up on several of our lists. Loved it. Uh, Bernie, I told you about um, when it came out. It's one of these overlooked films. So many people called that I've turned on to it are now saying, I'm not trying to be weird here, but doesn't that remind you of Fez? I'm like, that is what Fez before he made his new decisions. I watched it um, a few times after you told me about it. It's my favorite of the year. Sure. Uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi. Oh, man, I, saw, I caught this on Netflix. Fantastic film. Gorgeous, gorgeous movies. It's just an amazing doc. Seven Psychopaths made our list. I don't know if it made anyone else's. One of our uh, contributors uh, said film of the year. Uh, Life of Pi made our list. Uh, Django Unchained made our list. Moonrise Kingdom was there. It's a great song. The Master. And the film that people are now saying there's going to be Senate hearings about Zero Dark Thirty. And they said it may even keep us from having the new CIA director because apparently he talked to the writer and director. If you want to get in on this, what is your favorite film of the year? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Oh, and I forgot on our top ten, Hicks shoehorned this one in here, The Hobbit. <laughs> I One of my favorite movies of the year was The Hobbit. Now, One of my least favorite movies of the year was The Hobbit. I was fucking so surprised how much I liked it. Now, I don't think it deserves any Oscars or anything. I didn't think any of the Lord of the Rings movies deserved any Oscars outside of like special effects or whatever. But I think it was this movie I enjoyed the hell out of it, and it was one of my favorites of the of the year. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. Did, would you cry if you got a dog? <laughs> Maybe. It depends on what kind of dog it was. So uh, from this, uh, we kicked it around quite a bit of our film of the year. Uh, film of the year for me, this one will also not win the Oscars. It's lost all kinds of heat. Critics were really rough on it. But at the end of the day, out of all these films, this is the film you're going to be watching five, ten years from now and saying, that's a fucking masterpiece. The master. And the films of these, I've so, that this leaving the master, when I, I, that's one I talked about the most probably, that I was just trying to, you know, just work out the movie and that intrigued me the most. Just that his and Joaqu- Joaquin Phoenix's relationship was amazing. 
And it's the best acting out of all these films. It's also so, the way it's shot, the way it looks, the way they captured the 40s and then yeah. the 50s. It's just fucking... It's a stunning film to look at. There, There are scenes that you could just sit and stare at. Like, like they're a... Uh, um, a painting. Uh, now, to be totally honest here, um, there are some films this year that we have not seen. So we can't throw them in there. There you go. Because we never got around to it. Um, this quartet movie that people are saying could make a last run. I haven't had the chance to see it yet. No. Uh... Cloud Atlas, I know, got destroyed by most everyone, but I wanted to see it because I weird really thing is wanted the, to give it a chance. The people who love that film love it beyond. So now I'm thinking I should have went to the theater. I did get turned off by the critics, but it is showing up on some people's uh, year-end list. I just got a boot of it. I'm going to fucking hit you off with it. No, uh, I don't want any boot. No, I'm no, it's, fucking... it looks good. It looks good. Screener. Screener boot. I don't like to steal, dude. I'm not like you. <laughs> John in New Hyde Park. Seriously, you're... Todd, don't worry. You're going to fucking love it. Um, uh, New Hyde Park, you're on the run of show. Ronnie, I don't know if you saw Zero Dark Thirty yet, but... I did. I, 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 You know what? I don't even know if I was watching a movie. It just felt like I was watching CNN. It was compelling. It was unbelievable. Although I think Tony Soprano was a little ridiculous in it, but the movie itself was just unbelievable. And, I'm and not certainly that has to be the most important film of the year. There's no doubt about that. And the fact that Congress is freaking out over the waterboarding and scenes like that, uh, I find to be just um, very, very interested in because I know... We were waterboarding people because we talked about it all the time. Everybody in the country was going back and forth on whether waterboarding was good or not. And now it's in the film and they're acting like, hey, where'd you get the waterboarding from? They're playing journalists getting waterboarded. There were people, not th everything we were talking about was waterboarding. Is it torture? Is, is it not? Uh, I'm going over on the iBang and Liz Sets Fire said uh, Safety Not Guaranteed was her favorite film of the year. Um, other people put up... Uh, Prometheus. Oh, no, no. Um, I forgot I saw that piece of shit. I saw that. Really wanted to like it. You know what I mean? Me really. Too. I thought that they tried something. Uh, I don't think that they got there. There's some failures that you hate people for, and there's some failures where you're like, okay, you gave it a shot. I know where you were going, but it didn't work for me. I fucking love Ridley Scott. And I too want. Could, I saw the tra trailers and I was like, I cannot wait to see this movie. Saw it opening weekend. I was fucking super hyped for it. Left really disappointed. I was so fucking pissed. Now, um, there is a film going around that some people claim is their favorite of the year. The Economist put this up. Roger Ebert. It's his film of the year. For me, I actually went so far of really kind of hating it. And it might just because I was in a bad mood or just judging it too hard. But Argo really got on my nerves <laughs> by faking the story. By it's not the real thing? It is the real thing, but they made it way more dramatic and added in people that didn't exist. 
And I'm like, I think you've got a real story there. You don't have to have some chase through the marketplace and all this kind of action that took place that wasn't real. And for whatever reason, it really fucking bugged me that you sell something as a true story. It's the same way I feel about the Rudy movie, where I'm like, why couldn't you just show the guy's real fucking story? Screenwriters just got into him like, God, this doesn't work. Well, it's it's basically saying to the audience, we think you're too stupid to to handle the truth. So we're going to just put in scenes that are in every other movie so that you'll be happy with it. Now you'll appreciate this even more. And Argo could, in fact, win uh, the in the entire uh, shooting match. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, big ass two two eight seven. Why isn't Why isn't Lincoln on the list? Well, we have all seen Lincoln, and he just didn't make our list. That's what it comes down to. Do Do I think that um, the DDL was unbelievable? Yeah, I do. He was phenomenal. He was, but that doesn't make for a good movie. And if he wins Best Actor, I, I'll have no problem with it. And for me, one of my favorite things is that he always showed Lincoln as cold, where Lincoln was always, like, wrapping something around himself. <laughs> and, and you guy. mentioned that you wanted something that was based on reality, on fact, on history. I mean, that was the movie. I saw it last weekend, and I, I studied Lincoln in, in college. It was unbelievable how accurate they depicted the, the, the scenarios that were playing out at that time. No, no, I, I get it. Um it just didn't make a, a top movie. But if he wins Best Actor, I got no problem with it at all. I can't say that I left there loving it, though. I cried when the anti-slavery amendment passed. What? Even though I knew we had gotten rid of slavery in this country and what happened, I still teared up when it happened in the film. So I thought that was like... Uh, if. If you know what's going to happen and you still get, you know, amped up by it, I thought, good job, Spielberg. I could see it winning just about... I could see that taking a sweep at the Oscars. Well, it's Whoa. the kind of film that they like. Um, but, no, I didn't fucking... Um, I didn't pick it. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. I thought one of the best movies of the year that kind of got snubbed with Golden Globes was Beasts of the Southern Wild. I love the little girl in that. I, I would have no problem if she won, but I would not give it uh, any kind of uh, best picture. I thought visually it was pretty impressive. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was weird. It was strange. Um, it, was, it was great. And the little girl was fucking phenomenal. Jason, you're on the Run of Fetish show. Yeah, Ron. I'm just curious. I'm talking about the best films, but the worst film I saw this year was Killing Himself. It was Brad Pitt. I don't know if you guys saw it or talked about it. I did not see it, but here's Travis, who disagrees with you. Travis, did you hear what hey. Jason just said? Yeah, well, I, I absolutely loved Killing Himself. Oh. I thought it was amazingly shot as a damn good crime film. It's just you know, it, violence was good without being ridiculous, and Gandolfini was just kicked ass as this guy who's so tired and sad. It's awesome. It's the worst. Dude, no way. Absolutely not. How could you dislike that film? What, uh, what was it you didn't like? Was it the fact that the dialogue was so good? He, just, he hung up so on tired? you, Travis. He panicked uh, under it, and he hung up on you. Um, 
Let's go over here to Clint. Clint, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. I just, uh, I don't know if it's movie of the year, but uh, the movie The Words, I picked up a few nights ago here, and I was really surprised by it. Yeah, I was um, surprised, too. I thought it was horrible. <laughs> I thought it was really cheesy and bad. And to go back to Fez's thing about crying during that, I thought it got very ham-handed in Lincoln, and they attempted to have the crying moments. Like, let's bring the blacks in to see this pass, which never really fucking happened. And the after he got dead, he belongs to history now. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I feel like movies have kind of passed that fucking point where we have to look for that moment to tear up and feel good about ourselves because we're the good white people. You know what I mean? Not the white people that let it go on for a hundred and fucking eighty years. Move south. We're the good white people who waited a hundred and fifty years into it and then voted on it. I think they should have been a little rougher on everybody in that film. Spielberg wasn't gonna do that. No, I I think that what he wants is the crying moment. That's like that's, yeah, that's his shit. And because that's like that, and I I'm not busting his balls on it. I know, but it's those propaganda feel good about America. Like, why are we celebrating America? First of all, you, you, oh, the blacks got the fucking vote. The Indians still couldn't. Women still couldn't. How come that do- doesn't fucking come up during that? You know? Women are almost as bad as... I mean, there was still so much to fucking do that none of those guys seem to, seem to give a shit about. That might have been some reason to cry. I just think, like, we're adults now. I think that we could fucking point out that we can get past the, somehow, this, we did it. We're the good people who made this happen. Here's a towel for your face. Thank I you. won't look at you till you're done. Thank you. Um, here is um, Jim. Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. I thought Skyfall um, was really fun and different. But I'm, I'm curious if you think if, if it loses cred because it's a, uh, you know, in the Bond series. Well, with us, it didn't get any cred because none of us went to see it. So, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, this is, it's never going to be a definitive list. It's just going to be our list. But I'm not going to show up for a Bond film. Now, I will watch it. I will let Hicks boot that for me because <laughs> okay. they've made a billion. <laughs> I'll keep a lookout for a screener then. Viewing party. Where are you getting these screeners at? Why is it, I have so many questions. So because what? there's something about the. I am looking at 21 Jump Street this whole thing. Oh, God. No. I just got written to me that says, Hey, how come Fez didn't make his points back at you when you bitched about Lincoln? Because we don't have that kind of relationship. He talks for a while and then I talk for a while. And never go back and forth. That's the beauty mesh, of it. Mesh. Um, here's uh, Arch. Arch, you're on the Run of Fez show. There's this uh, Alexander Payne movie, The Descendants. It's almost 2012. It was real close. It was, it was last year's Oscars. It was amazing. I never saw it so recently. You spoke about it on the air, and I loved it. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was at the Oscars last year. Yeah. Sorry about that. But That's okay. It was new to me. That's good. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I just saw Gone with the Wind. Jesus yeah. Christ. That guy's good. This thing's going to fucking kill Hey, it's good. It's the new to you Oscars. You know who's good? Who's that? Gone with the Wind guy. 
right, thanks, Arch. Ave Maria. He always likes to stop and sing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll go over what some of the uh, folks out there. Oddly, the master got picked by more people on any of these things. L Magazine, Sight and Sound, The Guardian, Rolling Stone, Boston Globe, Christian Science Monitor, Newsday, Total Film. Love it. Um, but, oh, by the way, Amore uh, got picked up a lot. I still haven't seen it yet. A.O. Scott picked that, Time Magazine, Hollywood Reporters, Holy Motors got picked a lot. Silver Linings Playbook has been picked by a couple uh, folks. Zero Dark 30 uh, got picked a lot. But the one film that we all love that we didn't bring up was Moonrise Kingdom. And across the board, that was on everybody's list. It's a great film. Uh, Doc said, how come Spike Lee's new piece of crap didn't make the list? Didn't make it. That's all. Um, not everything's going to make the list. That's why it's a list. Some shit's got to be left, left out. Uh, the list says, Fire says, for the millionth time, thanks to the iBank for posting trailers to both popular and unknown movies. I've seen a lot of great movies I might have never heard of. Um, Seamus says, Morgan Freeman was great as The Hobbit. Uh, this one goes to 11 says I have a 4 year old and the only movie I saw this year was Madagascar 3 I will tell you this um, you will never see any films until your kids grow up when God. they are little they fucking uh, dominate Jimmy you're on the run of Fez show Hi, uh, first, I just started listening to you guys recently, and uh, I really enjoyed what you guys are doing. I was wondering why Django Unchained didn't, you guys ain't talking about that. I thought that was really well done. Well, we've talked about it, it did make our list. Yeah. Came back from break okay. talking about it. Yeah, actually, every day we end up talking, now, now you're gone. Yes, just right. ask us a question and Beat leave. <laughs> Who's that remind me of? Uh, but yeah, we all like Django Unchained. Fuck yeah. Uh, Fez didn't like it so much because the violence got to him. But it made all of our lists across the board. God. Violence was pretty over the top. Fezzy, I'm going to try to pull you into this. Did any of your favorites make it that didn't make it into the top ten? Uh, no. Well, uh... The movies that I saw, Bernie made it in there. Lincoln did not. And then uh, the other one, uh, Crossfire Hurricane. Which that is an HBO movie. Oh, okay. So we weren't putting, the, like, we didn't put Parks and Rec into this. That could have made your list yesterday for TV. Yeah, I forgot. The fact that I saw it in the theater made me, screwed me up there. I forgot that it was an HBO film. But I'm glad we're uh, far enough away from The Dark Knight Rises where no one is putting that up as a best film of the year. When there was, when it first was released, there was all this talk of this. Is a comic book movie with Oscar potential. Well, Jermaine Lassier actually went back on his look back at 2012 and kind of rechanged his mind, um, saying that he didn't uh, he didn't think as much of it as he did when he first saw it. Somebody got caught up in the hype. Well, I think that the, I, I give him credit for that, though. No, that's cool. I give somebody credit for saying I looked at something, I was all caught up, I loved it. And now as time goes on, I don't like it so much. 
Fez has done that, but he lets years go by. <laughs> where he'll wait for five years and go, I'm really mad at George Lucas. <laughs> or the uh, Tim Byrne Batman. I've seen films I, I, I liked more, you know, my first time seeing them than, you know, uh, later. And any of these things could fall out with you. you know, I mean, you do have to be in a, a certain place. Now, Hicks, you haven't seen Seven Psychopaths. No. You're going to end up loving it. I'm sure. It just fucking looks great. You'll have to wait until you can steal it. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. I saw the master. I was totally looking forward to it. And I got to tell you, it was the most boring, pointless movie. The acting was great. I'll give him both the leads were amazing. The, you know, the... the well, yeah, uh, but, but to say the boring off. thing... If you if you go to a character based film, right, you have to get into the characters. The, it, it, it was not a film with the normal beginning, middle, and end, mainly because life isn't that way. You know what I mean? So, uh, it reminded me of a Kubrick film, and you have to fall into the moment by moment of that kind of film to really enjoy it. But if you're waiting for the second act to start. <laughs> And then the third act to start, then that would be the wrong movie for you. No, this thing was a fucking wonderful movie. And there's nothing I expected going into it. Like, it was great. I thought I was going to see a movie about Scientologists because of all the stupid fucking press out beforehand or whatever. I think it reminds me of me and you, where I'm just trying to settle you down. <laughs> and you're like a crazy person. Well, I do like making my own alcohol and driving away on motorcycles. Spoiler alert. So, Fez, the Fez Watley story, or Bernie, why did you decide to keep watching that over and over? Um, because it, I saw where, I saw what you saw where it reminded you of early me. So I kind of just kept watching it over and over to figure out where I just went so crazy and turned into this me. And? So, yeah, I still hadn't figured that out, but... But you loved it anyway? Yeah, I still loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought Matthew McConaughey was great, Shirley MacLaine, everyone in it was fantastic. All the people that they got to play the townspeople. They were the townspeople. Oh, they were the actual people? Yeah. They were hysterical. Uh, Mike, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez. Uh, nowhere near nothing the best, but if you just wanted to be childish and laugh and watch something stupid for two hours... Ted was the best movie for the year for that. Ugh. I didn't laugh once. I didn't see it. You seen Family Guy? Yeah. You've seen it. Okay. Peter Griffin's a bear. Yeah, Peter Griffin's a bear. Okay. And it's all, hey, you fought it over there. And look at that other guy's a homo. You fought it right near the homo. Let's go drink some beers. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. Hey, the color guy's a homo. You know, it's like it's really <laughs> hysterical. Yeah, it's really funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, searching for Sugar Man has come up. Yeah, I love that duck. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, Jerk said um, he really likes Silver Linings until the end. It really bugged me how it turned fairy tale. I didn't even think it was fairy tale. I think they just turned it to like a. Uh, a Hollywood movie. That's weird. 
right, Lemiz has come up. I, I, I if it gets nominated for the Oscar, I'm going to force myself to go see it. I might go see it just to see like if you can like handle it to watch. No dialogue and just singing from the get go and seeing like Russell Crowe singing and shit. Well, you saw Tommy, right? Yeah, I've seen Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's good. That was, you know, that's the, the same who, kind of thing. Yeah, I know. That's true. <laughs> the Lemiz feud now is Adam Lambert from American Idol versus Russell Crowe on Why? Twitter. Why? Only one of them was in the movie. Adam Lambert uh, called it actors trying to be singers or actors, actors like acting like singers. And Russell Crowe came back and said, no, that's uh, how the director wanted it. He wanted the music and the singing to be really raw in it. So they're going back and forth now. What do you think? Oh, I, the music and an opera. I, now, I wouldn't what do, be able you, to tell if it the was point was, what, The point was you brought up this topic. I was seeing which side of this you fell on. Well, if you're going to do a musical, I would think you would want to have good singers. Why? There's plenty of, uh, you know, Woody Allen did it. I, I mean, if I'm making a movie, I'd rather have actors singing than singers. I think you will get lost with singers uh, where actor uh, Jack Nicholson was in Tommy. You know what I mean? You don't have to sing perfectly. What you have to do is tell a fucking story. I think Adam Lambert would, you know, other than Twitter, I don't know where he's appeared all this time. And I'm defending... That and having never even seen the movie, it might be terrible. But if I was directing a film, I'd want actors to be in the film. That makes sense. I think it's a lot fucking more important to tell a story than suddenly, oh, good news, we got Rod Stewart and One Direction in this. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to look <laughs> at a musical that was done bad, that Sgt. Pepper's, where they put all the fucking um, musicians into doing Beatles songs, it was fucking horrid. See, I can see that with a musical where there's some acting and some singing, but in the fact that it's like three hours of nonstop singing, if it's bad singing... But you're telling a story through the music. It's a famous story. You're acting. It's pretty sad, actually. You're not just sitting there singing songs and then people do it. You're performing the movie, but in that, in that universe, you sing instead of talk. That's still acting. I mean, if you go to Broadway... Those people are actors first, singers second, no matter who they are. You can't put somebody out there who is just a fucking um, uh, a singer and feel like they're going to be able to pull off the thing. It's just not going to happen. Rich, you're on the run of Fest show. Uh, just to nail in your point, Ronnie, Hairspray, Grease, all the big musicals that everybody can name off the top of their head, they're all actors who are singing. Um, yeah, you're definitely going to have to, you have to be able to tell the fucking story. And then you can decide later whether or not you like the album. But you wouldn't go to a John Travolta fucking concert, but people went to see him do the movie Grease. Right. Because he's a fucking movie star. He's an actor. Chicago won the Oscar, bunch of Oscars, right? When, that, when they made that into a fucking movie. Yeah. Well, actors, fucking Queen Latifah and shit. Richard Gere. Yeah. Jones. I mean, I, I've never even heard, I've never heard of his, this kid's fucking point of, hey, you should put, you should just put singers in there. Even when you have people 
that are, you know, actors and singers, which, by the way, m- most of the people who studied acting also took voice lesson. It doesn't mean that you would make it as a rock and roll song star, but you could carry a fucking tune. Um, here's Joe. Joe, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, you were trying to compare Tommy to Les Mis there. That's two different things. Tommy's a rock opera, and Les Mis is a French musical. It's about the French Revolution. No, it doesn't matter what it is. It's still, I think, an opera if you don't talk, if you just sing. No, an opera is a complete different thing. Well, explain to me. Because I study music. I am a well, explain it to music me. major, so... Well, why don't well, you explain op- me the difference? A musical is something that has more of the upbeat feeling that it's all a love story and all that. An opera traditionally tells the story of a tragedy, or it could be a love story, but it's more all along right, so that... So if something life. just had... I mean, it's normally... You don't talk in opera, though, right? There's basically zero talking in opera. That's a why I said this is more like opera. an opera, because why would you call Tommy an opera? Um, that too, that's a different thing. That's why it's classified as a rock opera. See that We're split hairs here, Even with his people. definition, it still sounds like an opera. Yeah, it doesn't. You, you hear how great he fucking his background is, though. His background is ph- phenomenal. Uh, Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B., what do you think about that movie, Pitch Perfect? Do you think it'd be more of a cult classic? I never saw it. I did not see it. I couldn't... I thought there was going to be, like, a glee element, and I just couldn't do it, even though we had the the little girl on here. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to myself. I couldn't take it for them. I couldn't take one for the team. Um, Here's uh, Ed. Ed, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. I think uh, Mandy Patinkin is the perfect example of somebody that is able to cross both the musical theater and now doing some of the best work on TV with Homeland. It's um, Then you go back and you listen to his Sondheim stuff and the stuff that he did. Uh, I think he even played Che and Evita uh, on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, just phenomenal. Yeah, he definitely is. But first and foremost, you would call him uh, an actor. Oh, yeah. Actor, uh, singer, not singer, actor. David, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B., how's it hanging there, Slick? What can I do for you? Hey, uh, you're missing one of the greatest operas, rock, musicals ever on film, that Tom Hanks vehicle, that thing you do. See, that's not a musical. It's just a film with music. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They have all these songs in there, yeah. Yeah, but they don't. See, a musical, you break into song. The, that that place was was done from realism, where these guys would go and sing when they got to stage. That's not a musical. Musical is when you fucking break into a tune like Hicks does. Oh, all the time. I just want to make... South Park movie was musical. They were just busting up into fucking songs. Yeah, it was a musical. Yeah. Not an opera. More of a... Well, they were Broadway trained, right? Yeah, they studied, They both studied musical theater in uh, college. Okay. <laughs> um, they really fucking like musicals. Brian, you're on the Run of Fest show. Ron, what's up, buddy? Yeah. How we doing? Yo, Ted was definitely a funny movie. You got to give it credit. I mean, you say you didn't laugh once. 
I definitely wouldn't say it's Family Guy. It's way different than Family Guy. I mean, some of the humor might be similar, but it's completely different than Family Guy. The buddy humor, like the weed humor. And I think that it actually had a decent story, especially like towards the end. Come on, man. When Ted died. Hey, Craig. Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. I prefer Ted Talks. How you guys doing? You're forgetting about uh, Phantom of the Opera, the new one. It had the girl from Shameless in it, great actor, amazing singer, and Gerard Butler, awesome well, singer, great actor. First act- of all, I'm not forgetting it. Uh, it didn't come out this oh. year. But Phantom of the Opera. Now, I got people looking this up for me, and the what makes an opera an opera and what makes a musical a musical is still heavily debated to this day. So that's interesting. We have no definitive place to go with that. Um, But, yeah, Craig, you're not forgetting about something if it didn't take place this year. This is all... Listen... That fucking Adam Lambert is nothing but a little fucking troublemaker. Well, he's not making any money singing or fucking making music. And, you know, here's the other thing. The guy that he's fighting with is a fucking Oscar winner. Whether you fucking... You know, you come into that business... Normally, I would think if I was coming into his business and I had nothing nice to say, I'd probably keep my fucking mouth shut until I fucking made my bones. Lambert's a dick. Lambert, you were on a fucking vote-off reality show and have never done shit with it. He, is, is he... They just gave him a little peek. Like, I guess the queen thing went to his head even though it never happened. And They then, never did it. But here's the deal. The guys that he's acting like, he's going to bust Wolverine's balls? You this better fucking stand in line, mate. Russell Crowe should fucking slap him around. And Crowe will be down for it, too. He doesn't give a shit. Maybe you'd like to see a little film called Gladiator. Tell me the fucking singing wasn't good there. He sang with his sword. He fucking won his freedom, man. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Drew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I'm... Usually like your opinion on movies, but Ted was fucking awesome. It took you into the depths of Dante's circles of hell, back up through the atmosphere and the God's heavens. Man, the the depth of that movie—you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Look, everybody, you know, is going to have their own opinions. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, I'm not saying fucking Brian in Long Island didn't cry when Ted died, didn't laugh when oh, Ted farted and oh. smoked a bong. I'm sure, I'm sure it appeals to some people. It was a big fucking hit. It's not going to make our top ten, though. I never even saw it because I'm not the biggest Seth MacFarlane fan. What, the guy's doing the Oscars this year? Yeah, I know. I don't Whatever. He's huge. Just everything he touches fucking makes money. It's nuts. Except for the event. He had a small cameo in the first episode, and that movie, that show got fucking canceled. I think it was the event. Maybe it was Revolution. I'm not sure. They're all good. Every <laughs> fucking thing is good. Or was it Alcatraz? Which hour-long fucking Lost-ass show was canceled that he was on? <laughs> So anyway, in that fucking Twitter debate, uh, I'm anti-Adam Lambert on that. I think he should shut his fucking mouth. He won't. He loves it. He'll he'll keep bitching about this till it burns down and people fucking stop talking about it. But I think it. it looks shitty when somebody is supposedly like in the same business and just starts fucking yapping. Uh, like you never will fucking hear Clint Eastwood go, that Stallone movie blew. 
You know, because they both make fucking movies. Well, this fucking Adam Lambert guy doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck because he doesn't even belong no, there. Yeah, because he's a nobody. He's, he seriously is a nobody. I had the feeling the, tw uh, the tweet went out uh, after a drinking binge. He's got a little bit of a problem with that. I don't know anything about him. I'll have to take know. your word for it. It doesn't seem like it was a one-night fucking attack if he's, co if he's coming back at somebody. James, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, I just wanted to bring up one thing. Uh, Ron or not, I, I just wanted your opinion on it. Uh, as far as like an opera, operetta is what is uh, when you have uh, talking involved. Opera is just all all uh, singing. Musical is just a uh, is something that was just uh, brought up with producers just to give it a new name. So that it, you know you want to call the sound of music an opera, so they sold it as a musical. Thus, so you just get that. All right. So you're saying that everything is an opera. That everything singing? is full music, full music with no with no talking involved. Theatrical, yeah. Broadway. See, that's what I said about it, and what the guy disagreed. I think that if you're if you're talking, it's a musical. If you just tell it in song, it's an opera. That's the way I'd always heard it, and that's why they called Tommy an opera or rock opera because rock they opera. followed the rules of opera but just used uh, rock music. Mark, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, two things. Why didn't you give us a spoiler alert before you told us that Ted died? And also, if Fezzi can't get in on the Broadway musical and opera talk, I think all hope is lost. Yeah, he just, that's not a thing for him. But look, don't worry. The, the fucking, the, the animal doesn't stay dead. Magic. Oh. All you gotta do is wish on stuff. Oh, it's like I've seen it. Perfect. It's great, though. <laughs> like, the fucking, it does coke. Oh, it's, it's like a like a it's a teddy bear. Yeah, it's a teddy bear that does coke, farts, like racist, yeah. anti-gay, and gets fucking drunk. Very great. And he's like friends with Mark Wahlberg. So Fez, he tried to out you on the you won't get in the musical stuff, and you're supposed to, you want to be gay someday. Yeah, I mean, I am gay. I'm openly gay. You just haven't done anything gay. I haven't done anything sexually gay. But or I'm, even I'm, across the thing, like musical, you don't do, and that's gay. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of gay people are into musicals. A huge amount of gay people are into that. I just haven't picked it up because I'm not into music. What makes you gay, then? You don't act gay, and you don't have gay sex. My tendencies and my desires. Oh. My leanings. I'm glad when I get you to repeat stuff because it takes the story to a, a point and, and leaves it there. And that's what I love to do. I, I, like, I call it a live rerun. So we're doing and saying the same thing in the same way. And yet it's still live for the people who like that. That's meta. Not really. <laughs> There's nothing meta about that, even slightly. How would that be meta? It's like it's inside itself, which is something that would be could be described as meta. I wouldn't. Otherwise, uh, Fez, I don't think Fez is gay. No one has actually even said that Fez was gay that knows him. But everyone thought I was gay until I said I was gay. Because we thought you were doing gay stuff. Oh, you thought I was behind everyone's back. Yeah, like when you killed your cat. We thought it was the same thing. Like, he's doing stuff and he doesn't want to admit that he's gay. 
Uh, Carly, Louisiana. Hey, Ronnie B. Listen, I want to talk about the opera. I'm not really sure about the distinction. Like, I think an opera is written specifically for certain musical parts, like, you know, the soprano and tenor. And, and okay. But what I want to tell you is that I love the opera. I adore it. And anybody can go see it now because the Met broadcast at your local theater. Yeah. The ticket's really expensive. Like, it's like $28 or something. It's not a movie ticket. But you can just go and take a seat, get your popcorn, and experience the opera. It's incredible. It's kind of a new thing they're doing. The only one that I've ever been to was uh, La Boheme. And the way that they did that is that they actually showed the English. They would show it on no, different they do. They do, parts Ronnie, of the stage. They do. They do show the English. And I took my son. He's this big jock and a big football basketball player. He loved it. You really have, you know, Nicolas Cage loves it for a reason. Once you experience it, and the movie is a great place to do it, you fall in love with it. Hicks, would you be willing to go to opera movie? <sighs> it's kind of weird. I don't Blowhard know. loves opera. It's really? not loves. weird. It's great. Yeah. I went to that uh, one, and it was very enjoyable. But I was able to read along and know what was going on and kind of watched it like a, uh, a movie. And I'll tell you this. Right, right, like closed caption, and that's yeah. what they do HD when the Met broadcast all over the country, and it's really fascinating because not only do you get to see the opera, but they take you behind the scenes at intermission. So you're going backstage, you're seeing what the last one was really funny because they interviewed the set director and a curtain hit her in the head and almost knocked her out like Brett Michaels, but it's all live, so you get to see everything that's going on. It is cool. Now, Carly, let me ask you this: Where does the name Carly come from? I Hear it occasionally. It's not a common name, but I've met a couple people named that. But that's not short for anything. Your name is just Carly. Yeah. Do, do you don't. Do you know where what the the start of that name where it comes from? I haven't a clue. I don't think I've ever even thought about it. It's not like Carlotta or anything like that. <laughs> I don't think so. It possibly in the old world, but I don't have a clue. Good question, Ron. It That's is. Well, I mean, I would be curious about my own name. Like, um, the name, well, your name, Chris, um, that is from uh, Old English because the way that they would say something and then turn it, like when they do the uh, apples and and pears and becomes chairs and all that. Yeah. And they all, over there, so taking a Chris, when and your name basically means piss. <sighs> That sucks. And Fez is a Scottish name, meaning Todd. The man behind. That's fucking weird, huh? See, a lot of people wrote in to me about Fez's thing, where they said, Fez is gay, but Todd isn't. And then when Todd became gay, Fez stopped being gay. What the fuck, man? This is like some for your eyes only shit. Yeah, it is. And yesterday we were talking about getting you back into stuff, and I, I brought up doing a fezzatorial again, and you turned it down. Yeah, I I didn't know if the I. I Hi everybody, I'm Fez Watley. I like ass. Wow, wow, wow. I wonder if you would do it the same way, or would that seem anti-gay to you? It would probably be a lot of the same things that I complain to other people about. But, of course, I would be able to say it because I am gay. But even a lot of those people who do that are gay. 
like Anderson Cooper was doing all that stuff, but you get mad at him and he's gay. Now I get mad at Kathy Griffin for uh, using the gays. Um, but you were mad not at, at her today. You were mad at at Anderson, and so he ruined himself. Um, <clears throat> hold on, Ryan watched that shitty Wilford show on FX, but won't give Ted a chance. I did watch Ted. I did watch it. I just wasn't a fan. I watched it when it came to TV. I didn't go see it at the movies. Um, Kate, what can we do for you? Hey, guys. Um, I was thinking, if, if Fez is always lying, how do we know that he isn't really hooking up all the time anyway, and he's just denying it, and therefore, it's another lie? If there is truth to that now, where you don't know where the lies begin or end. Something like that I would actually brag about like a teenage kid. Like, I've always... Are you lying now? No. I think you are. No, like, I've always pictured, like, hooking up with somebody, having sex, you know, falling in love, having sex, and then, like, texting Ronnie immediately afterwards and letting him know that it had, that it had, it had happened. That's really weird. I mean, I used to... When, I mean, before... I mean, anytime I got even close to hooking up with somebody, if I got a good conversation going at a gay bar, I would text Ronnie in the middle of the night. Starting with, are you up? Like when I kissed the Swedish guy. You know, um... Are you ever up for these things sometime? No. So you wake up to these fucking crazy texts? I'm hearing this off for this first time. I've never heard him say that he kissed the Swedish guy. We've been doing this show for how long? Have you ever heard him make that statement? I don't think so. It's strange. Um, so there you have it, Kate. We never hey. know. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Um, here's uh, Al. Al, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, Fez, question for you. Yes. Um, you're gay, right? Yes, I am. Okay. So if I refer to you as the gays, would that upset you? No. Well, you're especially the blacks or the Puerto Rican. They're, you're gay people. I mean, you're you're playing both sides of the fence there. I believe is it, or am I wrong, Ron? Do you back me up? Is it the gays derogatory? I don't think saying the gays is derogatory. But what about gay. like I hate the gays, or I wish the gays would move out? I let's wish round, the gays. Let's round up the gays into a fucking ghetto. <laughs> that sounds a little derogatory. Yeah. What do you have in there? It, it's gay people, Fez. You're, you're a Beef gay jerky. person. <laughs> I think you should say gay people. Because it's almost like you're saying the Jews. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good look. I got the long form of Carly. Good. I want to hear that. Carlene. It's short for Carlene. No, I've never met anyone named Carlene. But I would say every 10 years I meet someone named Carly. German origins is where the name comes from. So now I'm going to look into the name Carlene. All right. Now I'm also reading this. It could also be from Caroline or Charlotte. Charlotte. A couple things can be um, put out there. Damn. I'm getting deeper and deeper in this. I know. Thing. You know, everybody that was against this has now have got to met the Carly thing is going big. Ah, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, if Fez ever asked you to smell his fingers, don't do it, dude. You'd be sorry. You know how I, I feel right now, to be totally honest? Like Fez said, that little kid was exploited. This is now setting me up oh. to hear, like, oh, did you get a text from your buddy to see if he fell someone's balls? People are writing this in to me. Getting any fucking sex last night, see, Ron? I don't want to fucking... No, people said I would but lie I mean, about I mean, having sex. No, that is something I would brag about. I would be thrilled to announce that. But I feel like I was supportive of you in your private life, and now you've out me, and you make me a laughing stock with some of these people. No, I said that was me texting you. You were never texting me. Did you get any? That would be ridiculous. I wish you wouldn't even have said that. That just... Oh, no. Now that's all that people are going to remember from that. <laughs> I just feel like... When you have a, a a friendship, it should be cherished. Oh yeah, it's got to be kept. There's a bond between. I never thought about that. That's a bond. It's a bond, baby. And now I don't know what's going on. There's fucking text messages just flying back and forth. I don't know. So you're trying to act like I'm gay? No, that's you're not you, gay. But but there's a thing. <laughs> like he that's... tries to make everything gay bad. Ron, don't listen to him. Don't fall into his trap. I'm not falling into his trap. I'm saying I'm getting these things. Because you went and said that very girly fucking story, you know, without wondering how it would reflect upon me. That's all I'm saying. No, you have every right to say whatever you want on the air, but I'm, you know, I feel like your sister when you outed her the other day. This is out your week. Um, Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fezzy, when you finally hook up, will you send Ronnie a pics message? All right, come on. Oh, say... you getting sexed? I will never sexed. I, <laughs> I wish it never even came up. You don't know if you'll never sex. What if you're with the dude in your relationship? He's like, send me a picture of that cock. You wouldn't send it to him? You didn't trust him? No, I'm not sexting. All right, this just came in. So Ron fun. gets texts from gays. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that fucking... Don't listen to that. I, it's not listening. It's written. I just think that we should... You know, like, I know a couple of things about Chris I wouldn't put out on the air. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, there's a bond. I guess there is. A straight platonic bond. But I was reading about the thing on narcissism, and you only care about yourself, not how it affects others. Uh, you can't empathize, right? You can't, you can't empathize. It's, you don't even have it in you to do that. It's like a disability, almost. Um, here's Johnny. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. Yes. Hey, man, I think it's pretty disrespectful. You know, you can call up or text fucking Ronnie in the middle of the night and ask him how do you get cum out of your beard. What's See, wrong? I don't even... Th this. Never done I'm that. fucked up. I wish you wouldn't even have brought it up. I don't want a reputation like that. You don't understand. I may be running for city council. Oh, no. This could this sink is, you. This could, this could ruin my campaign. <laughs> we got to get to damage control immediately. <clears throat> I already came up with my, my campaign, too. What's that? He's ready to fuck this city dry. Ron Bennington. Jesus. Now it's going to be... Does Ron Bennington get gay chats sent his way? 
How well, do we know that he hasn't seen a, a Snapchat cock and then it was deleted immediately? Ron Bainton caught in gay chat room. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> I can't fucking win now. <laughs> Scott, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, I just, I gotta kind of know, do you get all hot and bothered and start jacking off when God damn stuff? it, Fez! Oh that has God. not, I never God said pets! God damn it! You see the reputation I've, for years I've built this reputation as Ron Bennington, trusted broadcaster. And it wasn't even text Hold back Hold on, and I didn't forth. have the opportunity to take off my glasses. Well, I said trusted broadcaster. It's very trustworthy looking. I, um... Uh, I just feel like you crossed the fucking line there, Fez. I never saw this coming. This is a sad day. I'll tell you what I am doing. Changing my number. Siri, privatize this number, please. That Siri's on top of it. Oh, like Fez. Oh, yeah. Just fucking sexting nonstop. Um, God knows what's going on, on that Instagram feed. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, Howard, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, is Fezzy trying to out you as being a bisexual? God damn it, Fez! I'm trying to out him as a very good friend. But that's... My best friend. A? Especially through all the gay stuff. A, Fez? That's not true. Uh, and B, even if it is true, that should be private. I'm running for city council, and something like this could sink me. His reputation is at stake here, Fez. The whole campaign. And I'm not doing it just for me, I'm doing it for the folks of Midtown. God damn it, we're in the middle of everything. We need to be represented. Represented by somebody who's ready to fuck this city dry. Now more than ever. That's right. <laughs> I'm voting for Bennington. He's ready to fuck the city dry. I can't wait to see that pulled behind a banner plane. You honestly don't feel like this is crossing the line and that you put me in a fucking strange spot? If I put you in a strange spot, I didn't mean Spot. To. <laughs> I it was explaining that I would let everyone know as soon as I have sex. You say that you fucking text me in the middle of the night if you fucking feel like you're getting a hard on. That's fucking bad. That's premature texting right there. It really is, because nothing happened. Ronnie in Kansas City, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ron, I was going to ask you, when you got that text that it say from Fez, I quack like a duck when I fuck. Will you shit on my chest for good luck? I'm not answering that. I have nothing to say other than the fact that my campaign, and I was just fucking leading, is being, is being torn to shreds. Chris and Little Rock, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, what does cum taste like? God damn it, oh my, Fez! Oh, my God. That was never my intention. Josh, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, you don't tell tales out of school, dude. Uh, that's just bragging. And what the fuck is the guy that you slept with going to think about it once you're bragging it all over the air? I know. I'm going to end up knowing who's ever assholes gotten eaten out. 
You got to think about your donors, man. They're going to fucking be taking that cash away. What are you eating? Beef jerky. You couldn't wait till three to fucking pull a tab on that jerky? It's good. Um, John, our buddy in Mass, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I hope you guys had a good Christmas and New it, Year's, man. It was merry and then turned happy. Great. Um, I had a question for Fez. Fez, isn't a best friend someone you would visit when they're in the hospital? I didn't get any visitors. Huh? I didn't get any. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Dave. Hey, hey, uh, Ronnie. So now are you Fezzy's uh, booty call? See this? It's fucking everything I've worked on. That's kind of weird. I found out my chick just left me. <gasps> Fez! The fuck? It was just a middle-of-the-night excited text Sounds that like Ron that. wasn't even awake for. I don't know what's happening. Here's cigars and scotch. Hey, the campaign ads are already going negative. Oh, I just heard one says, Ron Bennington says he will fuck this city dry, but which half will he fuck? Say, that ruins everything. <laughs> that wasn't even coming up before. Probably the man-ass part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting fucker. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sean, Delaware, you're on the run of Fed show. Uh, you said one of your goals for the new year is to uh, lose your virginity, right? Yes. All right, let's be specific. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to, uh, you know, pitch? You want to catch? You want to suck a dick, take a dick? What do you want to do? What's your first thing out? That'll be the best way to uh, to set your goals when you go out. Now who's gay, Sean? When you're asking people to describe that. So you want to suck some dick or get fucked by some dick? Sir. What? Uh, 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 uh. Fez stay quiet on that one, too. And even though Fez didn't visit me in hospital, he did send me this card. Oh. Fuck you, Ron. That's not a card. That's terrible. That's fucking insulting. I guess it is. Oh, no. It is. Derek, you're on the run of Fez show. Kennedy Bennington seen eating lettuce wraps. Just can't. Mm. Can't put up with this. This is a reversal of fortune right here. Gay yeah. fortune. Danny, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Hey, Piss. Uh, when Fezzi sent you that text, Ronnie, he didn't he didn't mean if you were up, like awake up. Ew. <laughs> kind of gross. Are you yes, up I right was now? wondering if he was sleeping. Are you up right now? Uh -huh. Keep it up. Oh God. Keep it up. You know what this means, right? That's fucked up, Fez. I just fucking just hate the way this is all turned. This is people just jealous of our friendship. 
that I would be willing to share something like that with what? you. No, it Although, yeah, it's nothing like that. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. No one would be jealous of that in a million years. Chris Stanley can't stand it that he didn't get any texts on this topic. <laughs> I don't it, want... Hey, Pepper, I just fucking blew some guy. Okay, what, congrats. What am I uh, supposed to say to And that? that he wouldn't be in the loop when something does happen. I'm I, sure I, I hear about it when I'm fucking on the air with you. Come on. As he goes spurting it out. <laughs> the... Uh, I know I never got the text that he killed this cat or the text of, Ron, I was lying to you when you offered to take my cat when you took me all the way out to the nut hut, which I probably didn't even go in. I certainly haven't done any of the follow-up. Text me back. Hit me up. And Chris, don't act like you never text me after you've had sex with your chick. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Pips, too. I make everybody send me a text as soon as they're Every done. time. Every single time. I want to know what's going on with my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Nate Silver thing. Seems like I better... Um, here's Andy Rooney. What's the deal with Ronnie loving to smoke cigars so much? Is it because they remind him of big old black meaty cock? Oh, Jesus. Oh. That ended up being like homophobic and racist. Jesus H. Christ, Andy. You're dead. But here's the other weird thing. <laughs> now, I would think if someone... I always think like if if Chris would say to me, Hey, you know, I'm dating the reception. Yes, and guess what? Last night I did it with her. I always find that like creepy. And in this case, don't you think you'd be disrespectful to your, I'll just call it sex partner? Um, I would agree with you, disrespectful and creepy. But I would be so excited that I would still and happy that I would want to do it. Why are you going to be happy? How do you know your ass won't be bleeding and your dick never got hard? Well, I may be sore and happy, but... Cum is leaking out. I guess that answer is he think... wants to get in the ass. He doesn't want to give. He's a taker, not a giver. Okay. Do we get a break or take it to the limit? We should be out of break one last time. I'm breaking right now. We'll be back. And when we get back, I'll let you know what Fez texts me. It's Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez continues. Well, how come you say you will when you won't? You tell me you do, baby, when you don't. Let me know, honey, how you feel. Tell the truth now, is love real? Uh-uh. Sand all over your feet, so
Saturday night Sunday morning you don't look right You've been out of painting the town Uh-huh, baby, you've been slipping around So, uh-uh Remember when Rednecks used to sing Rockabilly? That was one of our great eras. Oh, it's a shit. Now it's, I don't know, Toby and Keith. Singing Chevy commercials. Yeah. Nickelodeon commercials, whatever the fuck those songs sound like. Singing about God, beer, chicken, and cars. And just have a fucking big board, spin it. What's the next song going to be about? One of them's going to be about America. <laughs> Love America. Well, tomorrow we talk TV. By the way, this week we talked uh, movies. Tomorrow we're talking music. Uh, Rob Cross is going to stop by, give out some of what he calls the XMU double thumbs up, uh, silver bullet, uncut primo shit, <laughs> shot to the moon. Comet Rock. I'm trying to start a fucking thing called Comet Rock here. It's just basically a station that plays songs about comets. Let's go. We got the bandwidth. Yeah, I don't know whether we do or not, though. They said uh, not a lot of comet love out there. Really? Yeah. Stupid, right? Awful. Well, what are you going to do? The main thing is you got to love. That's all you can do in this fucking time that we live in. Uh, and then we're going to try to talk a little bit of uh, sports tomorrow with Jerry Barker. Jerry Barker coming back in. Barkman. Yeah. First time since the uncomfortableness. The incident. He called me last night and he goes, look, I'm willing to forgive, which I thought was big of him. So he's going to come in to talk not only about all the NFL stuff, but also the... Notre Dame, Alabama, debacle. That shit's going down, man. And you better call every one of those games over this weekend. Yeah, call them correctly. <laughs> Fucking. Because we're putting money down. <laughs> yeah, I am. This is the end of your money. You're going to just have nothing but money all spring. Exactly. So try to get it in the holes as far as you can. <laughs> I'll fucking bet on fucking air. I'll bet for him. Uh, I would uh, say this, though. <laughs> Tomorrow, no making out before Jerry gets here. He's a friend of mine, and I do not want him to feel uh, weird. If some guy wanders along and wants to make out with me, it may just happen. Here's somebody named Ani. You're on the Run of Fest show. Ani, is that a name? Ani. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to let you know that be who you are and this is to Fez. Yeah. You know, be who you are and don't let anybody bring you down. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're gay, you're straight, you're a good person. I listen to you all the time in the car. And you when you say in the car, do you mean in the car seat? Yeah, XM. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, we listen to you in the car all the time. And. When you're going to get her in? Huh? So it doesn't matter 
who you are, you should be proud of yourself. You know who I said that to? Son of Sam. I go, even though you're in jail, every, everyone's going to remember you. Be proud of yourself. He, he killed a bunch of people. So? He's still got to care. Well, you got to bully him. I'm not bullying. The guy's a fucking psycho murderer. Say that's bullying. No, I think it's accurate. And you live in where? Utah? Yeah. Um, and what's, uh, do you think Fez would be accepted in Utah? You know what? Screw all the Mormons in Utah. You know, they can think whatever the hell they want. I like Annie. I mean, she, they spend all the Prop 8 money. This, this could be your new friend to text once you eventually have sex. Annie, guess what? It's Annie. Um, Annie. 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 Now, Annie, do you, would you mind leaving Fez your number for him to text you? Um, yeah. All right, that's perfect then. So, Fez, take my name off your speed dial. Put Annie on. Okay, I mean, I could te I could text you both. It would be very exciting news. Well, Annie and I might get together and do helium. <laughs> okay, and Annie, the sun will yeah. come out tomorrow. Bet your what? bottom dollar on tomorrow yeah. that there'll be sun. Sure, don't make fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. I was just thinking about... Uh, tomorrow. So I put away the cobwebs and the sorrow. So there would be sun. <laughs> and then uh, I was thinking okay. of a guy that was gay and lonely. And then he stuck <laughs> out his, his chin for Quim and said. Anyway, Annie, thanks for calling. You really picked Fez up. He really feels good about himself now. I'm glad. He said he feels because... like he could just, he could kick a hole in the moon. Yay. Okay, yay. All right. Thank you, Annie. Okay. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Annie. Well, this is my Fezzatorial. I won't do it anymore. Well, well, well. My name's Fez. Mother. And then Mother said something. Wait a minute. Mother was with a guy. Anywho. Mother was catching dick. <laughs> How come you won't go back to them, Fez? Well. You can't scratch your belly with your thumb forever. You got to get back in the game. It feels good. Oh, I'm just constantly itchy. You doing oxys? No. Why won't you do the Fezzatorial? Well, well, well. Because it seems like everyone's already got it down. Like I like I beat a dead horse. No, 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 no. 17 years doing the same fucking bed is good. You writing something new? Um, I haven't yet. But I, I should come up with something new. Oh, when? Tomorrow or next week. Tomorrow. Shit. Tomorrow I was going to. And when was the last time you did a new bit? Uh, I think it's been years. But tomorrow he's going to. Yeah, push it to the end of the show. You ever look up Billy the Phone Freak when you got back to FLA? No, I didn't. How come? Uh, no just, part of your penance? 
Just didn't think about it, really. Did you hook up with Flip? Yeah, I saw Flipper. Did you see his brother? No, no, his brother wasn't in town. Mm. Here's our buddy, Tom, Tom and Madison. Hey, Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year to you guys. I'm anxiously awaiting being up at Lambeau on Saturday. It's going to be a, if it's even a close part of the game it was last Saturday. It's going to be awesome. You know, but here's the thing. Can the Vikings beat them two weeks in a row? Can they cover? That I seems impossible. I hope not. But well, what's the line on this, Hicks? The, what, the I si- think it's the Packers uh, giving up five. The website I can gamble with, it's like seven and a half. The, 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 they're giving up, the Packers, at home. Yeah. Well, Ronnie, I think Comet Rock is the way to go. I heard one of Neil deGrasse Tyson's companions on uh, on a show yesterday afternoon. He said, we got two of them coming this year. So, Comet Rock, all the way, baby. I heard that this one comet's going to be brighter than the moon. Yeah, possibly. They said, depending upon how much ice and crap it is. Retains as it comes past the sun or whatever. There's even a very good chance it could crash into the earth. Oh, oh man. Well, get a hold of Bruce Willis. That's my only suggestion, guys. That's always my suggestion, no matter what. It's party. All right, Tom. Talk to you later, Take buddy. Care, yeah, the Packers are now giving up eight. It's the Texans that are favored by five. Fun facts. Uh, Scott, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I was going to ask if you thought Annie was on Percocet or Vicodin, but now I'm thinking I might need to ask Fez to shit on my chest for good luck. The Packers. All right. Any thoughts? Best of luck to y'all. That Annie was nice. Oh, yeah. She cared about she Fez. Cared, she cared about Fez. She interacted with him. Yeah. Um, I have to thank Ron Cigar for sending me a card and cigarettes. And they sent me the message, Slappy Jewrier. That's good. I don't know. I think if the person's name was Ron Cigarette, maybe he'll send me a cigar. <laughs> Come on. Who doesn't love cigars? Well, that's it for us. Quick show today, huh? Tomorrow's Friday. I know. We should have taken the whole week off. <laughs> We sound like Slappy Juniors in here. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. So tomorrow, music and uh, sports. Well, it's going to ask for. Sandwich? I wish you could sandwiches. We should do that today. Mmm. Mm. That's it for the kids here. Take care, everybody. See you on the other side. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV.
Tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, mm. 11 p.m. Pacific. This show is available with SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com On Demand for details. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony show is next on the Opie and Anthony channel.